Eastern White Pine. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday the 20th of June 2015. I'm your host, Dane Train. Joining me today, Robert Kemp. Mm. <laughs> and Zachary Burgess. Are you ready for six hours of podcasts? <laughs> Not that really much. Six hours. Dudes, it's our E3 special. Welcome. See how long you It's a piece of endurance. See how long you slash we survive as we get through all this awesome, interesting, fun, and interesting content. Yeah, oh, yes. admit, it, it's a, it feels like a better year than last year's E3. Well, there's just Although, more of it for a start. Oh, well, yeah, which, which is always <laughs> a good more thing. More E3 <laughs> than before. In fairness, there's been so much to go through that I haven't actually been able to pay much attention to the sort of on-the-floor no. stuff or the stuff that came out outside of the conferences. I've got like two days the yeah, me too. Off, the, off the conference stuff. So this isn't a, a comprehensive E3 experience, but it is everything that they showed on streamable well, we were there, so technically we don't know anything about what's on the floor. I guess, yeah. <laughs> We do because so others have reported on it. There probably don't know half the things that are on the floor because you can only see like a tenth of it. Yeah, that's true. Especially if you stand in line for four hours to do one thing. Indeed. Well, it's time to comment on the cool stuff. Should we get right. going, or, or... We do, are we doing our usual chronological plan? <laughs> yes. All right. So Bethesda kicked things off, like getting the getting the jump on Microsoft's normal. We're going to go first, bitches slot. By doing it like pretty much the was it the date the night before yeah, the day before yeah cheeky bastards <laughs> and it showed basically they they didn't want the morning slot that that Microsoft normally have or the sort of mid afternoon slot because they wanted to show some nasty shit I guess <laughs> but that's well I, their thing can't be on TV right no I don't think anything was on had a TV slot this time not even the Microsoft ones so, you know it probably didn't matter <laughs> so Doom yeah they started with Doom. As, as you do, I guess. Doom. Doom. It's doomy, I wrote. It's, yeah, it is very doomy. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they are deliberately trying to not be like modern shooters in a way by making it fast, by making it strafe around enemies and shoot them in the face of a super shotgun. Um, this is doomier than the, Doom 3. Yeah, but that's what I mean. They, they, yeah, they're going for the Doom 3 aesthetic. Like, as oh. it, but they're not. But this is where my problems begin. Like, they, all, all of the enemies we saw, like, all seemed like kind of humanoid esque things. Well, whereas Doom One was like, well, you know, the things were a bit more messed up by the time you had the flop flowing. What, what are they? The cacodemons? Yeah, and they're in the, the fiends, game though, aren't they? They, look I think they briefly showed one. Well, they showed I've a seen flying, a screenshot. But even that had a skeleton like on it and stuff like that. The flying thing they showed had like a little skeleton imp thing sort of hanging off it because one kills them in the first bit of footage they showed. No, that's not a. That's a. That's not a flying thing. That's just the skeleton with the rocket packs, right? The what? I can't remember no, what that yeah. thing's called. <laughs> oh, is, was that in there? Oh, because it was just flying skulls, though, weren't they? In no, that, you had the whole skeleton with, like, the shoulder-mounted rocket launchers in, in, in that, regular old Doom. I know, I thought that was... I thought that stuff got introduced, like, or flying stuff <laughs> was sort of became Hexen or Quake time, and, like, the, in it Doom... Wasn't, it, I don't skulls. think it flew in the old Doom. I think they upgraded... It used to just have rockets, but now uh, I think it actually has rockets as well as rockets. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah, the walking rocket guys. Yeah, probably. Yeah. My my, knowledge, my memory of Doom is starting to fade somewhat. Um, they didn't... But, but like, we, we're talking negatives here, but it, it looked damn pretty. I didn't see... I, I don't know if they've just, like, redesigned or whether they didn't show, but they didn't really show the imps. 
like the brown dudes that throw fireballs. No, they didn't. No, they <laughs> or they've been redesigned so much that you don't recognise them. Instantly. I mean, I mean, yeah, there was so much of them in Doom Three, wasn't there? It was yeah. at the start, yeah. Them and the sort of zombie troopers were basically the staple. So my worry is is that their focus on being all demons all the time actually removes some of the creative design. Wait, what? But surely more, all demons means more creative. Well, no, you but, just make whatever fuck you want. You don't have to have a human. I meant all, by all demons, I meant all this generic... like Regular skeleton demons. Yeah. I guess. It's. I mean, yeah. I mean, it looked. It looked real nice, though. Some nice, looks nice like, effects going on. It looks around. like the executions will get annoying after about five minutes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, don't... the demo they showed had some animation problems with those. There was like a frame of um, every now and then when they do them, there'd be a frame where the uh, the enemy would just disappear for a second and pop into the, in the next frame where it was supposed to be. Weird. Like I noticed these awkward jumps in in how those behaved. Doesn't seem like a good fit for doing that execution kind of. It's. I guess it's kind of. It's a bit like. Um, you know the 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 chainsaw gun from Gears or whatever, right? I guess. Yeah. Where you sure. kind of activate it, and then if you like, has a chainsaw, so. yeah, which is yeah. now a super weapon as it turns out. But it'd be way cooler if the chainsaw was totally dynamic and you could just slash around. I guess much harder to do yeah. because. If, but if you could individually dismember limbs and stuff, so a soldier fortune style, I mean, why yeah, not? It's freaking 2015. No, there'd be no point in doing that in Doom because the whole idea is just to kill shit really fast. I, mean, I know, but yeah, it'd be cool because it'd be different not, every time. I mean, that's, <laughs> why, space. I mean, that's why I, I think, why I think the executions uh, exist as a mechanic because it seemed like there were certain attacks that could stumble the enemy and then they shimmer. Yeah. And then that shimmer, I'm assuming, is what the trigger. what showed you could yeah. execute them during during they would. It just seems that. like a way to sort of conserve ammo or just get through things quicker. Yeah, so specifically for some of the bigger enemies, where maybe that shimmer thing happens at a, quite a high percentage of health, maybe depending on like if you're hitting a weak spot or something. Potentially, yeah. So you so can just I'll, execute them and get it done faster. Yeah, some of the hardier things, maybe that's the the route. Because obviously, take. for the, the bigger stuff, it's a risk to close in that close to do the thing. Yeah, presumably. Yeah, so they could do interesting things with it, but but it will uh, probably be really annoying. <laughs> yeah, it might get quite tedious. Um, they they've eschewed modern health systems as well by going for a classic top up to a one one hundred. Yep, looking thing excellent with a nice with a nice warning sound when it drops low because it doesn't. It seemed difficult to tell when you were getting hit. So yeah, they, the UI was like practically transparent. It's yeah. just like there's virtually nothing there. Yeah, it's, it was very small and very like so. Yeah, but when when you, it is dropping, at least it, it all turns red and you get that ding ding ding. Then you're about to die. By the way, although that was another thing that people were spe- speculating might be annoying. That it seems like when you do the executions, that's how you make enemies drop more health and ammo. It did pretend. It did look like that might be the <laughs> so case. It's like yeah. even if you wanted to avoid them, you probably couldn't. You'd have to do it in order to keep stocked up. Yeah, because I think there was a lot in the environment. That the enemies such like I don't know, um, Borderlands style had just consumed guns. <laughs> yes, the classic maneuver. <laughs> this health pack looks real tasty. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> it looks cool. I've, yeah. They've got their work cut out if they want it to be as fun as Doom Two, though. <laughs> yes, true. Like I thought, yeah. At least none of us really got track. into Doom. None of us really got into Doom Three. It's well, I had Doom thing. 3. It didn't even... I mean, the, the, everything about how amazing John Carmack is and making that... Like, some of the graphics were really cool, but it had some performance problems or, I I found. 
Well, I mean, at, at the time. time, it was kind of, yeah, it was one of those, like, okay, there are things in this that not many machines are going to be able to do. Yeah, it's like, maybe you want a specific graphics card that's most compatible with this to yeah. make it run best, and then NVIDIA's going to release patches for it, like, several times. <laughs> well, it, didn't one of the, like, if you wanted to run Doom 3 in Ultra Mode at the time, it was actually kind of impossible to do that because there wasn't a video card available with enough video RAM to support, <laughs> to support that or something. Yeah. I, I, there was some real awkward detail. It's like, yeah, if you want to do this, <laughs> uh, good luck. This but the gameplay the just didn't seem... Because there were so fewer monsters because of the te- technology, but also, you know, other games have kind of su- surpassed <laughs> we, it in terms of the gameplay. I'm doomed. <laughs> But and yeah, sorry, it was a bit, I, 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 say that last bit again. I kind of missed it through coffee. Well, it just for me, it was kind of a bit embarrassing that the shotgun in Half Life felt felt so much better than the freaking Doom Three shotgun or whatever. It's uh, like, yeah, sure. It yeah. Felt awesome, and it's like, well, it sh- Doom should have the awesomest shotgun. Clearly, uh, it was nice yeah. that they sort of brought back the difference between shotgun and super shotgun. You know, they they just called it super shotgun. It's like hell yeah, yeah. Well, admittedly, that's, that's cool. a quake thing, but still. Well, I liked the Quake 2 Super Shotgun. It was freaking crazy. The Quake 2 crazy. Super Shotgun's amazing. It was so cool, and it was cool looking as well. It made probably the best shotgun noise. Yeah, probably. And then they showed some multiplayer and, and the map maker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got to admit, those, the fact that they're issuing the game with that many tools, and they they basically sort of... It, they tried very hard at one point not to use the word forge. I think he was like verging on it and was like, I'll just not say that. But that's not even close it's... to related to them. <laughs> Why would he be even Well, no, because, that because forge mode, you know, was kind of Halo's big thing. It's like, oh, we're going to put some stuff in the hands of players on consoles. And now Doom are going, well, everyone's going to get all these crazy tools. Suck it. It's just modding. Yeah, but it's going to be built into the console version, and there's going to be a marketplace for that stuff on the console version. That's all kind of, kind of cool. Admittedly, they then went when they then went on to say, "Oh yeah, you can invent brand new game types." The first thing they show is you can make a horde mode, and it's like, mm. <laughs> brand new. Well, there's only so much you can do with a first-person shooter game. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what I want to see is someone try and make Splatoon in Doom. Out of demon blood or something. Well, yeah, that would be difficult if you could work out like the persistent. Yeah, how to how to do that? Yeah, yeah. work out that somehow. But it looked cool. And like there was enough triggers and stuff to make old make enough like old school style doom levels and things. To... Make monster closets. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, snap map was was the name of all those tools. Yep. I thought it looked cool. It's you know. Did did you see someone uh, recolored one of the screenshots with the old Doom palette? You know, rather than the kind of uh, everything is brown in the future palette of the game, they kind oh, of no, put in all the like colourful red. Can oh, I send cool. it to you? <laughs> Does that work? It's not now. I mean, you can. It might be, the, 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 the message received sound effect might be heard by all the listeners. Right. Okay, listeners, prepare for message received sound. Message received. Was there one? There no, I yeah. didn't even hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. You sent the message. Why you would hear it, you would hear it being received? That's true. Message received. Yeah, check it out, listeners. Um, somebody and it looks quite a lot better actually with the um with the old color palette, I think. But maybe they'll adjust it prior to release based on this. Oh, Who yeah. knows? And there's also the cacodemon. Yeah, there's I'm the cacodemon. <laughs> yeah, look but at yeah, that cacodemon right. though. I... Um, it right. looks <laughs> just like the old ones, but like obviously properly modeled and stuff and looking awesome. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. The old colours actually look better. Great. Yeah, they look great. Yeah. Take heed. Take heed. Take heed. 
So that's that's they've got plenty of time, in fairness, to muck around with that stuff. It's not coming out until spring 2016. Like a lot of things. Like a lot of things. Cool, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was Doom. Uh, and then they moved on to Battlecry. Well, which, sort of. They they had a moment to talk about Bethesda Net, their Battle.net oh, yeah, sorry. clone. Yes. Also, the left half of their screen was really flickery for some reason. I yes, just, they, they had a slight technical issue on their, on their set design. But yeah, Bethesda Net. I mean, that's just Battle.net, obviously. Pretty much, yeah. Bethesda. As long as it doesn't turn into a store. <laughs> yeah. So as long as they don't start trying to sell game, their games for it. Best play. Cool. Doom Origin. Yes. <laughs> Doom Origin. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then they showed Battlecry. Yes. Then they showed Which looked like a poop TF2. Yep. Uh, it, it, mm. They've got a whole studio named after this game that doesn't look like it will be very good. Well, I think they said it's free to play, so you know, that yeah. automatically it makes you, made me think of Battlefield Heroes, actually. When I oh, was really? Like, mm. <laughs> That kind of weird third-person, slightly janky-looking action. Yeah, there was something about it, all the motion just didn't look right. The way that they they placed their camera angles and stuff didn't help it. And also, it's like it seems like it probably has quite a heavy focus on melee. And Team Fortress's melee is bloody awful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think this like melee has always been terrible in games like that. It, it's something to do with like yeah, online and melee, and the, you know the, the the lag compensation and how that all hangs together just doesn't do. Games many favors. No. Um, so if they get it right, fair fair play on them. But it's like it's it's a rarity. <laughs> if it's ever happened. Yeah. Bull. 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 I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I'm not holding that one in high hope. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah. So then then they get, went to something that they you know that leak that, that we talked about. <laughs> yeah, the announcement that they were going to <laughs> announce Dishonored Two. Oh wait, hang on. We just announced Dishonored Two. <laughs> Um, so then it's like, oh well, we better actually show you this then. <laughs> okay, oh, I'm sure they were going to show it anyway. Yeah, um, didn't uh, they didn't show any gameplay or anything? It was a somewhat fancy looking trailer. Um, but I, I don't know. It, you seem to be playing a lady this time. Well, apparently you can choose between her and the dude from the previous game. Okay, and right. like they are actually different. I don't know if it's like you switch between them during the course of the story or something, but they have different skill sets. Okay. Well, if they had different skill sets, you'd imagine that maybe that would be a useful thing to do, or like maybe it's a GTA style mechanic. I don't know. Yeah, potentially. Uh, but they didn't really talk about that stuff in particular. It was just like, "There's a Dishonored game." Yeah, it's happening. You yeah. already knew that. You, <laughs> you already knew this. Have some footage. Be happy. <laughs> um, and then the inevitable. Yeah, we knew they were going to talk about Elder Scrolls Online for some reason, and so they did. And there was a distinct lack of any kind of crowd reaction while they were doing this. Um, it was sort of like, yep, no one cares. <laughs> yes. They are basically just saying, yeah, we're going to be adding a ton of content to this. Um, uh, having lo- and it, Making a big deal of the fact that it launched five days ago on console. Which, well, it was five days ago at the time. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was it, really. Yeah, so, was yeah. it. Here's a picture of a castle and some <laughs> bluish skies. Turquoise skies. Here's some people dramatically running towards the camera. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what people what, do in MMOs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the majority of what you see in MMOs is just dudes running. Uh, but there's more Elder Scrolls news. <laughs> sure is. What else? Elder Scrolls. 
Elder Scrolls is getting a CCG-style game in the vein of Hearthstone called Elder Scrolls Legends. Man, that's not the only Hearthstone no, no. competitor. This, this, this is one of the themes of this year. Like, mm. like C- mobile platform CCG games are, are kind of a thing. Yeah, but I mean, Hearthstone's freaking awesome, supposedly, isn't it? So, well, this I, is, I really should like, play that. I, I'm the one here with no excuse with my iPad and stuff. I should really try that. Like the iPad. The <laughs> iPad, right? The iPad. It's happened precisely again, where Blizzard got there first, and now everyone else is like, oh my god, and then they, they all just fail. It's just like World War. Yep. <laughs> Blizzard got there first, everyone else is like, oh shit, and then it's too late. <laughs> This is a really good... In fairness, you could argue that Magic got there first with their, their sort of reimagining. On, like, PCs and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but they didn't know. make it easy. They deliberately didn't make it easy to play online and have fun, you know, in the Hearthstone vein. They sure. did it on purpose, because was... they were trying to make people buy the cards, and they, they yeah. failed to see that they could have made a fuck ton of money. Yeah, just like the MMOs again. They didn't go all in because Magic's business model is on people <laughs> buying cards, not on the... Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I'm hoping for in the Elder Scrolls card game, as someone said at the time that on the stream I was watching, was you just you just need to have cards that reference the dumb things that people do. Like, I played the cheese wheel card. I played a house full of cabbages cards. <laughs> I played the dagger, dagger, dagger card. Yeah, exactly. That's what you want. <laughs> thing is, Wizard of want- the Coast could have could have like. Taken that code, right? If they didn't want to make magic cards, actual magic cards, so you had to buy actual magic cards, they could have just invented a new game. That's what freaking Wizards, that's what Blizzard did. Mm. You know, they have all the expertise of designing games. They could have designed a totally new game, used all the, all the knowledge they have from magic, plus all the code they have from like making magic games that are really locked down, made yeah. it super like online and like made a ton of money. But it's, instead, not, yeah, it's not that, it's not that wizards haven't made other games. They don't just make that. They've yeah, I mean, they made the Pokemon the game when that got popular. Sure. They were like, shit, let's make a ton of money off this. I mean, you could argue that you know because wizards have made all of their money in cardboard. Yeah, maybe that's you know when they design a new game, it's like you know what would be better than making a video game of this? Doing it for real, we'll make yeah. a mint. Yeah, this is a proper good game. Let's do it for real. So I don't know for them, maybe it doesn't work like that. Um, but it depends on like how many. It depends on what the popularity of a modern CCG in real life actually is. Is that stuff is that stuff dying slowly? Is it still as big as it? I think magic used to be is stable. I think because it's very expensive to keep keep up with magic, and I think it's yeah. like it's not as popular as it was. But I think it's it makes you, you can still buy it from Waterstones. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> I think that's for casuals, isn't it? Like um, where you buy the like bat- you know the start of decks and stuff. Yeah, all the pr- all the, the pre-made decks. That's to hook people verse- in. Yeah, yeah. Well, they do the versus packs now, where it's like here's here are the two decks that fought against each other at the last championship or something. But and- I don't know. I don't know how much money they make out of casuals. I think they must make the money out of the people who have to buy all the new cards in order to keep in standard or whatever. Yeah, all this cost a fortune. Yeah, all the collectors or something like that, or. Yeah, although do they make money from collectors directly, do you think, Wizards, or is that like a market into it, unto itself? That's a good question. I mean, I guess yeah, you, you have to buy the card. Yeah, so some, someone has to have got all the cards for someone to be able to build a complete collection, so it depends at what level they dive in. But yeah, it's a good, that's a good question. But I'm just wondering if the rarity of it is like, of cards, you know, makes them 
I don't know, because you can't charge more for rare cards if you're wizards. Because, well, they they just have a certain rarity, don't they? You have one rare card per booster, right? Is that yeah, right? yeah. Wiz- okay. Wizards don't get involved yeah. in that in that second hand market, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So that the value added is all inside that kind of market. Mm-hmm. For because for wizards, every rare in is worth the same. Yeah. Indeed. Anyway. Elder Scrolls. They didn't actually really show <laughs> no the game or any anything mechanically. No, um, here I guess it's well, kind of a bit, yeah, which is weird given that they had a show where they didn't actually have many games in total to show. They perhaps could have spent time on it because my god, they spent a fuck ton of time on this next thing. Well, of course they did. It's the most important one, of course. Fallout Four took up like half the show. I was worried at the start when they just started showing a fucking giant pile of concept art for like ten years. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I was that, like, oh, that took a while. <laughs> they actually going to get to some actual physical game footage at some point, but they did eventually. Well, yeah, they started with the Mario face sculptor, which is how you make your character. That's now. not terrible. I mean, no, it's such a cool idea, but it does mean we can't max face it. Well, we could. I mean, but there's no slider. Well, you don't know. There might be. Do you just push up on every body part? <laughs> That's probably a weird remax face. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they, they they That's how you sculpt your character in a sort of cool in, um, in story section as well. I thought the way they did that was quite neat. Well, I mean, it's just another extension of their tutorial system that they've done in the yeah. last Fallout game where it's like, oh, well, play the through the tutorial while setting up your old character. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. And, you know, I like that they do. I always like that they do that. But, uh, yeah, this was a neat touch. And you can play as a lady now. Gender swapping. Apparently. So they did record two sets of voice yeah. samples. At least two. At least Presumably two. only two. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're going to do multiple voices. Can't play as a, as a dog. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd play as the dog. What do you think about this situation? <laughs> okay, I, I I didn't understand a word of that. Let's do this other thing. <laughs> That'd be a very funny game. Uh, yeah, so Mario Face Sculptor, blah, 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 blah. It looks, they, they went out of their way to say it's a new version, but it is a new version of the old engine. God damn it. So they're still running Creation Engine, as they call it. Game Brio. Whatever. They call it well. They call it the Creation Engine now. I don't know. Is it built on? Is <laughs> was Creation still. built on Game Boy? I don't know. Um, and in fairness, it, you know, visually it didn't look half bad. You know, there was there were elements to the faces and the character motion that still looked a little. Janky, well, yeah. The but, trouble is the like there's the real it, it's the stuff that you don't see as much because of the way they cut trailers. But it's just like. The running animation of like running across the terrain, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you're just sort of like <laughs> it, does, 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 <laughs> it, doesn't, it still, doesn't react to the terrain at all. Really, does he still sort of hover up hills? It, from what we saw, it looked a lot better in that regard. I didn't see any sort of like terrain hovering. I don't think they really showed anywhere where that would have happened. Like, yeah, he was always running along nice flat planes. Yeah, like a road or. <laughs> There was the bit though they were showing off the volumetric lighting eh, where he's walking next to a stream. I guess that was a bit next to it. Yes, on a path that yeah. was mostly flat. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, my note here says not bad landscapes. Characters and the dog look a bit odd at times. Yeah, um, it's got vats. Vats is back, and it's the same. Well, it's not quite the same. All right, what's new? Well, it only slows down time. It doesn't pause. 
like old vats. Oh, sure. Right. So that may, makes but it... it was very slow. I don't know about very. It looked actually quite fast, mm. considering... I mean, compared to Paul's, I guess anything was quite fast. But... <laughs> Infinitely faster. <laughs> but yeah, that seems a bit like... And also it had the weird thing where it seemed like you were earning criticals. Oh, yeah. That the little pit boy would appear in the bottom of the pit boy. What was it, though? Pit boy, yeah. It is pit boy. Okay. Yeah, the thing. Yeah. Or, yeah. The dude the bobble, on the pit the bo- boy. The bobblehead, yeah. Would appear at the bottom of the screen sort of toting guns. Yeah. So, yeah, like you, you were somehow earning the critical and then you spend it in vats, maybe? No. I just thought it did that when you randomly got a critical. If, if, well, it seemed there... like there was a bar at the bottom of the VAT screen that was filling up and emptying at certain points. Oh, interesting. So people were seem to say that that was what that was. Or, or maybe you build it up over time. When it's full, the next shot, the next VAT's use is going to be critical, so you have to like time your strategy or something to be all like, all right, I need, these, I need to get these VAT shots off to build it up, and then this last one, I need to target something important or... Or maybe it's just like an equivalent of an execution or something. You only need to after a certain amount of time, and it's like this shot is just going to make them explode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the classic Fallout version, <laughs> <laughs> there will be some giblets you've never seen before. And also, real pit boy. That was kind of cool. Stick your phone in this plastic case. It looked it pretty cool. Yeah, the amount of effort they've gone into this like second screen app. That will only be cool if. Okay, well, firstly, that'll only be cool if it comes out on other phones than Apple's, because I don't have an iPhone. Yeah, good point. <laughs> so that would fuck me from the start. It won't be on Windows, will it? Probably not. God damn Probably it. Not. Be an Android. And, God damn it. and secondly, that'll only be cool if, if, it, if you can actually use the second screen without the game pausing. Like, if you can switch weapons on the fly using your second screen by going into your weapons menu and, so it's like, selecting a different weapon mm. and have that happen in the game without having to look at your elbow for a minute. Yeah, so there's <laughs> probably a bit of an internet delay, obviously. Presumably, that yeah. all happens, but, yeah, if they, if they do that. And I imagine that's what they're gunning for. I would hope so, because otherwise it'd be dumb. Like, if, you Either that... off, if as soon as you hit a button on your phone, it actually pauses the game, that would be dumb. <laughs> Either that, or it's like, oh, when you're away from the game, you can you can be prepping your prepping your. No, I really hope it's character. not anything to do with that. I hope yeah. it's not like a battle log or something. <laughs> yeah. Or what is it? The Call of Duty Elite stuff. It's like, yeah, you can be making your loadouts and uh, and modifying your emblem whilst whilst you're not on the game. Yes. Yeah, that would be bad. So what's all this house and base building crap about? Like, is that actually gonna? I didn't 100% gleam the point. I got that you could, but I didn't quite understand, like, why. Well, it's just a thing to do. Yeah. That's, like, that's the only reason. Probably... I mean, they, went um, very, they went so overkill with this system, though. Well, it's not... It, technically, they put it in Skyrim already. There was, like, a thing where you could build a house square by square type. It was well, in one of the, the DLCs. Yeah, but with all the connected systems and the console to sort of semi-reprogram things. Well, and... not that part, no. Not in Skyrim, obviously. yeah. But that's just like that's quite insane. I don't know. That's not going to be that complicated. I'm sure it's not going to be like you know, buildcraft complicated, probably. Or no. but you know, that seems like a, a logical extension of the Skyrim thing, and it's just a it's just a thing to do with all the loot that you're getting. I guess maybe because yeah. like they also went on to say about like customizing your weapon and stuff, and how like now when you loot stuff, you break it down into parts, and then you need a certain type of part. Like, the parts you get are split into different categories. Like, 
this is the adhesive category, and here's various things that can be heat adhesives. Mm. And then you combine them to make a scope or whatever. So probably the base building aspect will just be like a way to get rarer loot, I imagine. Uh, like from the trade yeah. routes. Depends if there's any other sort of like benefit to it. Like, are you because you, are you rebuilding the the town where you lived, and is are people going to be? Well, they say that or... you say they say you get people when you can build shops. So presumably oh, there'll oh, be okay. Well, that sounds a more, place to get stuff. That sounds more pointful than I originally. That looks pretty. Assumed. That looked pretty good, and like the obviously the weapon crafting looked ridiculous. Yeah, like the number of different parts. Yes. But as always with that kind of thing, it's just like you just min max it. <laughs> you find the one thing that one combination that makes it awesome, and then you just fuck everything else. It's like, oh, I want if you want to make a laser rifle, you want most accuracy and like most damage output. You don't worry about you're not going to make a laser shotgun because then you just take a shotgun and customize it to be the most shotgunny shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. You never know that. Like, I guess I wonder with that. So, what projectiles? Like, if you do shotgun a laser for whatever reason, and just make presumably a torch then, it, then like was there some kind of other benefit to doing that then maybe a... well i mean i don't know i'm trying to remember whether whether the projectiles in fallout are actually hit scan and it just does a cinematic thing in that because mm. i don't really remember whether they are actually because obviously it's all dice rolls when you're doing the actual shooting in fallout 3 no, is it? I didn't, I didn't That's why the shooting Fallout 3 is bad. Because yeah, okay. <laughs> it barely operates as the first person shooting. Right. It didn't look like that from what they showed. Off no. Time. But if 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 the like if the bullets are actual projectiles and it's not hit scan, then maybe there's a reason to have a laser shotgun because it's like faster projectile speed or whatever. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Bigger range, I suppose. Yeah. Shotgun with range. Potentially. Clay pigeon shooting shotgun with lasers. <laughs> yes, we'll see about that. The thing about the thing about like building and upgrading your weapons, like it sucked in Fallout Three because what what you did was like you up, if you built a weapon out of junk, like you could get blueprints to make weapons. You basically just had to make multiples of that weapon because the repair system was like you combine two of the same thing and then it repairs it. Okay, so you just had to make like. I've made my special gun, but now I have to make five or six of them, and then every time I go back to base, I have to mash them together again to repair it, <laughs> or whatever. And that kind of sucks. I'm hoping, like, the repairs are now... Just use the parts. Yeah, use the than, parts. Yeah, that would make more sense. Or, like, have a special case where it's like, if you find a duplicate of this weapon, then you can then you can break it down for special parts that are actually specifically tailored to repairing that weapon better or something. Mm. Or maybe bits of the gun break and it's like, oh, you need to just spend your junk on making this bit better. But if you have another one, you can like get a bonus repair by using that part of the other gun or something. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Or maybe it will force you to like, oh, this bit is broken. You're going to have to go find another bit or something. <laughs> maybe. Hopefully. To try and keep you mixing up your guns. Just as long as you don't mash two guns together and it makes a less damaged gun. Because <laughs> that's always done. That, that's even done in Minecraft. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty dumb. And then he says that they're going to fuck some shit up. He talks, he says to his dog, let's fuck some shit up. He does. <laughs> Which was weird. As you do. <laughs> Seems kind of out of character, even for what little of that character we'd seen. Dogs seem to know quite a lot of English. Yeah, the dog seems to understand a lot of things. Yeah. Like, go get me that wrench, this one specific wrench that's miles away, and there's no way you could have seen what I was pointing at. Wrench? <laughs> it could be a mutant data dog or something. That's or true. Some kind it of could be like some, <laughs> some high-tech Uber dog. 
<laughs> well, the, important, the thing about this dog is they focus so much on the dog and like you get the dog and it's your partner and you send it out and it comes with you and it fights things. The trouble with dogs in Fallout is they always die incredibly easily. <laughs> so as long as this dog can't die in like one hit like every other Fallout game. That's the history good. of this freaking idea. Like, uh, It's what, like dogs? Fable 2, Call of Duty... Ghosts, wasn't it? Which one? Which one had the freaking dog? Uh, well, Fallout's always had dogs. Yeah, but <laughs> not not like this, where it's like an explicit like companion. Uh, your, your companion. Well, that it you pretty was. It was explicitly a companion in Fallout Three. That was the companion yeah. system. Yeah, but <laughs> and, they're well, to... and probably in two, and probably in one. I don't really know about those. Uh, but the dog has always existed. The dog's a thing. Yeah, dogs are a thing. Specifically, Alsatians. Yeah, exactly. Specifically, that one type of dog. Yeah, they're always German Shepherds. What's the deal with that? Oh, German Shepherds. No, same thing, isn't it? Is it? I I don't know dogs. (laughs) Pretty close. Poodles. I want. I want. I want. Okay. I want cube. Cut, <laughs> if you can have, I want a cube cut poodle to follow me. If around. you could actually have different dogs, that would be new and innovative for a fallout. Yeah. Like I found this other kind of dog. Fuck yeah. me. Fuck you, my original dog. Go away. Hey, this, my pomeranian is fucking dangerous. <laughs> I've played Tokyo Jungle. You just want a dog launcher. <laughs> yeah. Just firing pomeranians like footballs. Like <laughs> you could probably yeah. shoot a pomeranian out of a, like a t-shirt cannon of it. Yeah, you can probably shoot Pomeranian out of the stupid rail launcher thing that they use for the nukes in Fallout. The nukes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to put a dog on there. <laughs> like a chihuahua, and it will bite your neck off. Like the mini ninjas. <laughs> Dang right. No one's going to be able to shoot a chihuahua. Like, it will land on you, rip your neck off, and it's so small it will just run back to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't show, show all that much nukes. They showed the obviously the story nuke at the start where yep. like you're going into the vault and there's oh no there, there was one shot where there was like one a, where he used the, the mini, mini nuke launching yeah. thing but not not as much as because the thing about Fallout Three is fucking like every car wreckage on the side of the road has a fucking nuclear reactor in it so you shoot it and then the goddamn nuclear explosion oh yeah <laughs> there's like nukes all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe they backed away from that or maybe all the cars are already well, you would have thought that they all would have already exploded in every one of these Fallout games. Like, oh, yeah. One nuke, you would have thought well, would have yeah, set they, them all off. Yeah, I was about to say, if they'd been blasted around by another, by the nuclear explosion anyway, shouldn't they be already kind of messed up? They shouldn't, looks like, there shouldn't be any fuel in them. Surely everyone would have scavenged it or whatever. Am I right in thinking that this game looks like it does a, it goes bigger with the cities? Like, the cities seem in relatively good nick. Well, to what I remember from Fallout 3. What everyone's been saying about it is that, like, story-wise, there is actually a logical reason why the Boston area is less fucked up and, like, there's more surviving civilization and more rebuilding and, original, like, bigger cities and stuff. The original nuke didn't really hit it as bad. No, though. it was like they had they had this scientific institute called the Institute and supposedly they had some amount of force field technology just before the war. So oh, okay. they semi-protected the area. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. It's a good excuse. So we'll see. But obviously the main problem is like if they can make the cities more fancy and bigger, but how many people are there? Because <laughs> that was always the problem with Fallout. Not very many people in supposedly populated areas. Yeah. Even well, who if, knows? Even if they were less populated in Fallout 3. But they're all in the brothel. Behind the closed doors. So yeah, I guess I'll have to play this now because... 
as soon as it was as soon as I, it was like that goddamn crafting and base building, I was like, shit. <laughs> That's what I want. I want fancy crafting. You want Minecraft and you're for that. Yeah, exactly. I want them to be able to program turrets and shit, I guess. This is starting to sound like the game's custom made for Zach. Yep, got that. It. Perfect. And the shooting might be better, so bonus, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Although inevitably I'll just be crouched walking and vatsing everything. Because that's just not how I always play those games. Even in Skyrim. Stealth. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of weird how the NPC animation was kind of clunky in the way that it always has been. It's like a Fallout standard or something. It's like um, if they made it all super realistic now, it wouldn't be Fallout anymore. So you've got to keep the slightly weird uh, Uncanny Valley movement of everything. I mean, the lip syncing looked a lot better than it did in previous games. It looked a bit, well, I say a lot better. It's not like it's groundbreaking or anything, but it looks like they've caught up with Mass Effect. Yeah. And they started to slightly loosen up the framing. So it's not quite so hardcore, square on, yeah, yeah. lock in. Stare at your face. <laughs> this is a very erotic moment. I need to stare deep into your eyes. <laughs> yeah, so it's a bit more a bit more style to it. So yeah, November 10th this year. Yep. This is how you do a reveal, right? This is like... Like they, I mean, it's not that far away. And Fallout Four, we didn't really have its existence confirmed until like a week ago. Yeah, and it's like, and they're and they're like, bang, bang, bang. Here's all this stuff you can do. Here's all this great. Here's a whole new, ton of information. Here's all this great new stuff you can do in this game. By the way, it's out this year, not next year, as everyone was predicting. Yeah. Um. That's that's how you do it. That's how you do it. it it's it was. Good, good, good show, Bethesda. You did well there. And also, we're not done good, because good, they, good did that fall, they did that Fallout Shelter thing, which yes. is another example of, oh, yeah, we made this management game about managing your vault and stuff. Oh, by the way, it's out. Well, it's not exactly much of a complicated game or anything. No, it's like no, it's, it's... free-to-play mobile yeah. tapper game. But, you know, really even so, they were like, that was something. It's like, you've been working on this in secret. It's out now. Huh. Also, only on iPhone. Too. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, Windows Phone, God damn. Someone will emulate it soon. <laughs> yes, it will be running through a Game Boy emulator somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, good job, Bethesda. But, yeah. but, but watch out, Microsoft, hot on your heels. Oh, okay then. Uh, okay then, what, was, was there more? No, I was just like, that was a weird. <laughs> I thought you were going to do slightly more summing up of Bethesda than like, what the hell? Right, well, <laughs> well, I thought they put on a pretty good show. It was, it was a bit slower paced than I think we're used to from the press conferences and stuff like that because they were focusing more on the detail of their games, yeah. not necessarily plenty of games. Um, which might be weird because I, I'm trying, I don't know, are Bethesda publishing Mad Max or any of that stuff? I don't know if that's them or... Mm. I think Mad Max might be Warner Brothers. Maybe. Might make sense because I think Avalanche is making it and Avalanche normally does stuff for Disney. Mm. But then Avalanche is also working on Just Cause 3 as well as Disney Infinity. Avalanche are fecking everywhere. Well, that's probably just another, like, goddamn Biosoft situation. (laughs) Biosoft Bioware. (laughs) Bioware is actually nothing anymore. Bioware (laughs) is, is, is many different teams doing all kinds of crazy shit. Yes, that's probably what's going on. They're yeah. probably starting to, and you know, they always try and 
when they have a studio whose name is known, they make a little mini spin-off studio that just has like a city name attached to the, under the and the actual name. Yeah, Avalanche London. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Two K Marin. <laughs> so yes, Microsoft. I guess Let's Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bonnie Ross end. opened it. You know, what, you know what the main important thing to note about Microsoft? Yeah. How many times they said Epic? <laughs> they did say Epic a lot, yeah. At least they didn't say Experience that much. <laughs> no, that's true. They kind of dropped that this year, after two years of everyone noticing they say Experience a lot. So it wasn't now an they Epic say, experience. No, they say Epic a lot. Yeah. In fairness, Epic's been a, a buzzword for like all of the big companies for a while now. I guess. I I didn't notice it nearly as much as with Microsoft, though. No, that was (laughs) Or at least, uh, particularly at the start of this press conference, when they were talking about Halo. Well, yeah. Epic, 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 epic. (laughs) I I kind of expected Phil Spencer to walk out to open things, as he normally does. But no, he handed over, like, Bonnie Ross had the, uh, um, was it? Was it Bonnie Ross? Was it? I've written Bonnie Ross, but I, I, <laughs> my head is saying, are you sure that wasn't Kiki Wolfkill? I don't know. Uh, can't, can't remember. Um, uh, but yeah, so they st- they launched with Halo 5, showing off some campaign stuff. So Showing off ODST guy. He's back. Yeah, <laughs> Buck is back, which is cool. Which, which is dumb. Nathan Philly in action. He's now a Spartan oh, or something. Yeah. You can't just become a Spartan. Well, Agent Locke became a Spartan. Well, maybe. Yeah, we don't really it, know what happened yet. I guess it is in, weird. In any it? of these cases, it is weird, isn't it? Yeah, because the whole part of the idea of the Spartan program is like from childhood, and you go through all this regime of yeah, stuff, and they're genetically modified, <laughs> and yeah. maybe it's just propaganda. Maybe they're like Master maybe. Chief has sullied the name of Spartans, but now we've got these other types of Spartans. Now, now, we've got, now we've got actual human Spartans. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps that's part of it because. You know, part of the storyline they said where had Buck going, you know, if we do this, we're going to be hated, like because they're hunting Master Chief as being a potential rogue agent now. Yes. Um. So, the, some of the interesting things, or maybe slightly weird things, are that they seem there seems to be a focus on having your squad about. Yes, four player co-op. Yeah. But no split screen, so, so but fuck. yeah, no local split screen. That is a weird because they the, and their reasoning was basically they came out. It's like well, because we can't get this running at sixty frames per second in split screen, and it's like you didn't that didn't matter in Master Chief Collection. It's just fine. It doesn't have to run at sixty the whole time. Yeah. So that's a bit disappointing that that's not going to be there because that's another that's that's at least put a nail in the coffin of Zach and I ever co-oping that. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like I'm going to have an Xbox One ever probably. No. I guess maybe so at some point it could happen. Uh, well, you know, and there's the vague hope that maybe they make PC versions at some point, but they never do that with Halo, really. And it won't be cross-platform even if they do. So. No. Well, actually, I don't know, maybe it will, because that does seem to be something they're subtly start suggesting in some cases, yeah, that we'll there come- might be Windows 10, Xbox One cross-compatibility. We'll come back to that, yeah. <laughs> um... I mean, it looked good. It looked visually great. You know, it, it, the, the way it played did seem to look a lot like how the... Um, the multiplayer beta that they showed off earlier played, like, well, even think, even with the ground pound move and everything. I think the problem with the de- with that demo of it was that the guy whose perspective they were looking at didn't really do very much. No, he was just telling other people to do things, and then they do it in sort of the peripheral vision of the view as he was just looking at something. Well, yeah, this is the other thing to mention. There were squad controls and things like that. You could tell people to do but things. were there squad controls? Because it's like... Well, he specifically told one guy to go heal something. Yeah, but it looked like yeah. there was four people on the stage playing it. So it's like... 
is that just like a voice command and then does does the I, player then have to go do it? Oh, I don't remember there being four people on stage. I think there was. Hmm. Which would have been weird. They, I think they said it was four-player cup, but they were showing it single-player. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. You shouldn't have to tell them to heal someone anyway. You yeah, should well, all yeah. do that. Someone should go pick them up. I mean, the Gears of War system did that quite elegantly, whereas at the end of a combat scenario, the the AI would just go and go automatically them, yeah. go pick pick people up and stuff. Uh, yeah, but then, but then they showed something slightly, slightly odd. Like you slightly. know, yeah, that the, they're introducing a new multiplayer mode, which I'm not 100 percent sure I fully understood what the hell was going on. Uh, called Warzone, which seems to combine PvP and PVE style game modes. It's so it's like two teams of Spartans facing off, whilst the entire map is overrun with Covenant. It's like, what's what's going on? <laughs> it's basically a combination between, like, Titanfall and a MOBA. <laughs> but yeah, but it looked like the Covenant weren't actually fighting for anyone. They're no, just there they fighting just for the, themselves to be in the way. They were just neutral creeps. Yeah. <laughs> and then you shoot them to level up, probably. I hear. Oh, I, hear really? I hear there is some amount of, like, you shoot the neutrals and then that gives you a bonus hmm. of some kind. <laughs> I assumed right. maybe it would be some sort of fight for who could kill the most like the actual scoring was based on just general kills and well, that, that, actually, could, that could count as well like yeah, Titanfall and like, like grunt kills or and, whatever. That, and that like maybe the flow of the map is actually controlling certain areas of it so you have the capability of killing more Covenant um, you know something like that but yeah it seems like there's a thing that you have to protect your yeah. team has to protect and then the other team has to try and kill it in a mobile style <laughs> Yeah, who, who knows exactly what that is, but it look it could be kind of crazy. It could be very crazy. Might be too crazy. I said it was 12 on 12. Yeah, Let's and 12. plus the covenant. Yeah. <laughs> so that might be a bit nuts, unless <laughs> yeah. the map is quite large. It would have to be, right? <laughs> Presumably, they're, like, they... Well, no, no, I was about to say, maybe they've pulled on some lessons they learned from Titanfall, but, like, the actual Titanfall was nothing to do with them, so... No, and also know. Titanfall was actually quite small. Yeah. Comparatively, yeah, interesting. Still, I'm still hyped. Still hyped for Halo. Yeah, even if it is going in a wildly different direction, still hyped for Halo. Well, right. I say wildly, it's still got Prometheans. <laughs> yeah, and the Guardians true. appear to be those big things we saw in the reveal trailer. Yes, it's still got um, quite a lot of Halo in this to it. Yeah. So you mainly hype for the single player then, or? Oh yeah, I'm always hyped for the single player. <laughs> well, who's Rob going to play it with? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. If the game doesn't stand up as a solo experience, then then Bungie and well, not Bungie, three four three and me are going to have to have some words. <laughs> yes, or Bungie, you can tell them to come back. I tell Bungie, hey Bungie, what, what are you doing over here? This Destiny thing isn't working out for you. Apart from it, <laughs> apparently is. Yeah. So whatever. Well, I don't like it, so it's not working out for them. No. <laughs> I am the voice of FPS. No split screen. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think I think that's a I think that's a bad move. Yeah, they've had that. Especially given the game is co-op focused. It's stupid. Yeah, exactly. Why haven't they had that feature for like 10 Since the original. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the first game that doesn't have it. It's the way of the world. And then then my notes just have a reference to the... They had this in between each of their things where they had their exclusive thing where they show a bit of text that says exclusive or whatever. World premiere. Yeah, so I just have in, I just have in my notes that just says exclusive premiere. <laughs> exclusive premiere. It's like, okay. Maybe that means it's a world premiere of a console yeah. exclusive game. Yeah. It's both of them mashed into one. 
and so, that was so they they introduced it as uh, uh, produced by Keiji Inafune who of Mega Man and presumably Mighty Number no. Nine mm. is it Mighty Number no. Nine or Mighty Number no. Eight? I can't remember. Nine, number Nine yeah. is Number Nine. Fame and it's like, like so he's working on Mighty Number no. Nine, but well, at the same time he's been funded a great deal of money to make this other thing. Um, well, it which, seems like which, Mighty Number no. Nine might recall. be mostly done by now, or maybe, yeah. and the majority done. Yeah. Oh, and he's working with presumably remnants of Retro Studios because it says Keiji Inafune and the makers of Metroid Prime. Yeah, which was weird um, for a Microsoft press conference, I guess. I think it's Armature or something. Yeah, the studio. something like that. Yeah, I, I didn't make a note about that. But yeah, it looks like it's going to be some kind of... Well, I'm actually... Who knows how that's going to play? But the world is like deserts robots with giant spherical cores that seem to hold their essence and you can transfer those cores to other robot bodies and they're still that robot. Here's my amazing note for this one, which I'm surprised no one else picked up on. It just says Recore, Knack? Because <laughs> it's basically Knack! You have a tiny robot and you and apart from in this uh, one, yeah. like its base form is the sphere and then you plug it into different forms and it gets bigger. <laughs> Exactly. It's basically that. Maybe he can't like just attach the environment or no. weird objects well, like, that he finds in the environment to himself. Or he find wreckage of robots. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's the environment. Just find up robots. I don't know. And I, it, did, it did look like you built up a crew as well. Maybe, or, maybe, unless that was just indicative of all yeah. the robots you could have. Yeah, potentially. If you find more cores, maybe. Yes. So that was my that was my prediction for that. I might, might, yeah. I don't Let's know. hope it's not as terrible as that. <laughs> Who knows? It could be cool. It's always nice to see something new, especially yeah. at you know, there's a surprise reveal at E3. It's like, ooh, what's this? Could could be interesting. Uh, yeah. And then my next note says, "Here comes Phil. What's on his t-shirt?" <laughs> which was un, which was like inconveniently covered. So I don't think he ever revealed. What he was did on right at the end. Oh, did he? Well, towards the end. He didn't do it as a big reveal because it was really dumb. It wasn't like Crackdown this well, time. Well, because what was on his t-shirt was the Rare logo and you could tell from the little bit of it you could see from oh, the top of his open yeah, shirt. Yeah, so I saw the gold, I remember seeing the gold bit, but it, uh, it looked spherical to me. So well, it was it's like, like the slightly curved oh, Rare okay. logo. Gotcha. And then at the end, he was just, he just had it unzipped. He made no reference to it. It wasn't like a big reveal well, does. when the Rare thing happened. It was like well after the Rare thing happened. It's just like, now I'm wearing a Rare t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> what, what the fuck? He never does though. Like, you know, when he walks on stage wearing a Crackdown shirt, like a year before Crackdown 3 was actually revealed. <laughs> Stuff like that. Sometimes. Sometimes it's not a reference to it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I, I immediately thought, what's on his shirt? Something yellow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Turned out to be not that interesting. No. Um, but he did have some pretty big news to yes. drop, um, which nobody, I think, expected them to actually do, or even thought, that, thought it that it was possible, given given what we've talked about quite yeah. recently. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know if we talked about it on air, but um, we might have. Yeah, um, the Xbox One is getting Xbox 360 backward compatibility. Amazing. It is quite. It's really, quite a feat. About- I didn't think they'd do this. I mean, no. I don't really understand why, because that must take a whole fuck ton of effort to get that working. And like, well, sure, because the 360 is effectively power PC based. Yeah, I mean, like not x86. So that's a significant architecture yeah, change. No, it's totally crazy. And they're doing it like, from what I've read, they're doing it. It's not like on a per game quite basis, like the Xbox compatibility for the 360. No, apparently it just works. Like, it yeah, just works. The, the, 
the, the, the publisher just has to say, yes, let us put our game on the service, and it's there. And yet somehow they still only have like hundreds of titles, which is like, why? Presumably, you must have... presumably they're only the ones that have been allowed so far. Well, yeah, but you would have thought more than that would have been allowed, really. I mean... Then how big was the actual library in total? I don't know. Like, cause can they actually say anything more than hundreds? They ask if people to vote on the ones they want, right? Presumably, uh, so they can then Microsoft are anyway. Uh, presumably, people. yeah, so they can then like bully the publishers into being like, "Look, seriously, people want this game. Can you yeah. can you just greenlight this, please?" Guess but what's then, at the top? Because uh, the the risk with this is that some things won't turn up like that because publishers will be all like, "Well, we want to we want to remake it and make our money that way." They they are effectively trying to stop the whole remake or HD re-release market by saying, well, you can still play it. There's not a great deal of point. If they're fully remastering, then fine. I'm still on board with that. But um, but yeah, it kind of perhaps reduces that market and maybe some publishers don't want in on that. Mm. What, what they didn't... I haven't been... I haven't seen anything for definite on this, but they talked about 360 on demand. And what a, a part of what I really want to see, actually, is live arcade. Like, oh yeah, if they're, if presumably they're, that stuff will work. If they're too, emulating like, the whole of the 360, basically, it should theoretically be able to yeah. run the old arcade games. Like, who wasn't doesn't want to play Res HD on their Xbox One? Yeah, that's my question. The question is, is will they open the store up so you can buy those? Presumably, they will. So, like on-demand mm. games from the 360 store will will just be, be visible cool. in the Xbone store. Um, Maybe. Um, I would hope they go that route. But then the way they said it worked is actually kind of uh, interesting as well, because it sounds like in order for this to work, apparently it needs to have the disc installed to your console. Like, So you put the disc in, and basically all that does is unlock the download by the sound of it. Yeah. Um, Isn't uh, that how the... Your... Is that how the... No, that's not how the Xbox 360 backward compat worked, was it? No, it didn't download stuff. Oh, it downloaded uh, it a downloaded a patch. Yeah, yeah so it knew right. how to handle it effectively. It would, the, the emulator in the 360 would needed a bit of info about how to actually run the game, mm. um, and it would grab those as it needed them. Um, whereas in this case, yeah, it sounds like it's actually just downloading the entire game to the Xbox because the Xbox doesn't run anything off the disc, right? Um, but then, in theory, that means once it's connected to your account, does that mean you have to put the 360 disc in to play it? Like, do, do the old rules still apply, or does it unlock you it on your so. digital account? Yeah, I'd imagine it will all work the same way. Um, which, again, for the live arcade stuff, would be extra convenient if it all just turns up in my library and I can be like, oh, Pac-Man, Pac-Man is still good. <laughs> that would be extremely yeah. cool. Air, 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 air. But it still seems like... I guess it takes, obviously it takes time to do these things, but it seems like the backward compatibility has like less value the further you go from launch of a new system. Surely that's the thing you want right on launch so that you can convince new people that already have a done uh, again. Yeah, I don't know. I think you, it, I mean, uh, you, to some extent you might be trying to convince people who are still hanging on to the previous console right. at this point. Yeah, like picking up the last few stragglers. I mean, what was right. it? We're nearly two years in and. Uh, the console pickup isn't a hundred percent because you know the three sixty PS threes did so well. Yeah. In terms of like getting them into houses, that they're now looking for like, okay, why haven't people jumped on board yet? And maybe this is one of those reasons because it's like, well, there aren't that many games I want to play on Xbox, and it's like, well, now there's every game I can play on Xbox, <laughs> or one less box I need under the telly to stay happy. Yeah. 
Um, my 360 could go somewhere else. Apart from the fact that all of my save games obviously won't transfer because, like, unless I unless they come up with some ingenious solution of doing something with cloud save or putting them on a stick and having that function. Yeah, if I could move my 360 stick and just plug that into the, like, make a memory stick of my 360 saves and just plug that into the X-Bone to transfer them, let's say. Um, that stuff is all a little unclear. My, my thoughts are they won't go that far mm. um, because they've done what they need to do, really, to make people <laughs> happy. But still, that's a cool thing. Like, given that, I'm not sure, as I say, Zach and I were unsure that we talked about it on, on air, but just last week we looked up, like there was an article about this is how far Xbox 360 emulation is going. It's not pretty, but stuff is starting to work. They're making more progress than people are trying to emulate the original Xbox. Um, and, then, and then Microsoft comes out and says this, and it's all like, yeah, we've done it. <laughs> and it's just like, sorry, what? Okay, suddenly they turn around and it's like, well, it was doable after all. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It, it is. I mean, it doesn't really change anything for people like myself, where it's like, well, I've got my 360. <laughs> and the, until it red rings, then you'll be good. Yeah, and yeah, until it red rings again. <laughs> but yeah, surprising. I don't think anyone expected that. The only, th- the only thought I've got here was like, oh, so then they, they didn't figure out how to do the OG Xbox then? No. <laughs> That'd be funny if they if it was like, they emulated the OG Xbox inside the 360. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't let me leave. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. Because <laughs> that's what I really want. <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to play actual Burnout 3. Yeah. Not not the re-release. Not Burnout 4. As much as I like Burnout 4. But... Well, guess what's at the top of the list <laughs> of the people are voting for? Paradise? No, Red Dead Redemption, obviously. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah <laughs> That's the game everyone wants to be like ported to some kind of system so they could actually play it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Get it on PC, goddammit, and then I wouldn't have to have this backward compatibility nonsense. Anyway. Yes. Uh, it's cool. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's neat. Also, crowd, Halo Reach as well is a really good game. Yep. Crowing Wild. Well, there's still a chance that Reach might end up in Master That's Chief Collection if, they, if they're That's DLCing true. the other Halos in. Yeah. But it's not Master Chief, so it doesn't... Well, well neither, neither is ODST. Neither so. is ODST. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, so yeah. that name is just making it the Halo collection now. Right, okay, fair enough. So there's a chance Reach will turn up, I guess, but yeah. I really like Reach. Good. That was a good game. Reach is a good game, yeah. Yeah. And it struck a nice balance that perhaps some of previous Halo hadn't quite got right every now and then. But it was pretty much good all the way through. Uh yeah. So then keeping on the theme of other weird stuff. Yeah, like, definitely. Um they showed off the Elite controller, as it's become known, which was their so their new wireless gamepad isn't that actually like just replacing the old one. They've actually just made a whole new version, a whole new weird extreme edition. Well, presumably there I mean there is the other the new one. Or is that they are replacing the regular ones? Yeah, the with one the... with the two jet headphone jacks and all like, Oh, okay. I didn't realize that was. <laughs> I misunderstood. When the new one got announced, it was all like, oh, this is what everyone's been talking about, is it? No, I think this is like another layer. This is like the hardcore controller. Yeah. Which. Because it is literally. Frankly, bonkers, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's got all the ridiculous, like. So it's got extra paddles on the switches back. and yeah. limited throw and. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know quite what the paddles are meant to do. Are they meant to replace like well, the, yeah, the, the bumpers and just be an extra place to push basically, them? Basically, people who play Call of Duty in like hardcore tournaments or whatever already mod controllers like that with mm. like paddle switches on the bottom. It's because okay. they're like yeah. really low throw switches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's better for doing and then you're you know you're not moving your thumb off the sticks or whatever you're pressing extra buttons with your normally useless <coughs> fingers yeah, obviously yeah. that's why it's like that hmm. so basically this is just the official version of a modern control yeah i mean there <laughs> so are some so these things... ones uh, uh, do they just replicate the uh, existing buttons or do they add buttons in the sense I, of i don't think they add functionality well, um, it's sort of not really specified, is it? Because you, you'd imagine that there's going to have to be some amount of configuration at some point, like unless they are just exact duplicates. But then, surely the whole point of the elite thing would be well, like, what if you want it on your third finger instead of your second finger? Because that's yeah. how you play with, with your special modded controller. Yeah, it is a good question. Presumably, like they'll, yeah, the controller would have to have some knowledge of all that stuff. What would you want to configure it per game? Like, will the games end up just being able to detect there's a different controller and supporting it? I'd imagine that is where they go, but games would have to not design for that controller. Yeah. You know, they can't make yeah. it so they expect these four extra paddles. Or Definitely whatever. not. Because then you're in trouble. But it seems like they are emphasizing you can use it with Windows 10, obviously. So um, yep. it seems like if it had a nice driver, at least on Windows, you could configure the little paddles to be do whatever you want or whatever. Sure. So a Steam controller style. Apparently it's pretty fucking expensive. Like. Yeah. I imagine so, yeah. It's like 140 quid. What? I think. Is that or really? is that, that might be dollars. No, no, Even no. So. Yeah, but Even then, yeah. there's no official UK price, but but yeah, it's ludicrously wow. expensive. Okay, that's 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 crazy. Because it had one thing that I saw in that video that I was like, this appeals to me for many reasons. And that was the fact that they showed, oh, the sticks can be replaced. Yeah. Because after I burnt through the rubber on a, on several of them. Well, you haven't said how bad the Xbox One sticks are yet. You haven't, uh, they're you haven't doing all right through so, those. Yeah, they're doing all right so far. Yeah, so it's $149 or Shit. 130 quid, uh, according oh, to that's, game. That's insane. That is, that is actually insane. Yeah. It's I mean, I thought insane. fight sticks were expensive at like 100 quid, you know, for... Yeah, they are. But that, yeah. That's ins- yeah, that is properly insane. It's pretty stupid. It must yeah, be like getting a- one of those, then. <laughs> yeah, probably not. You're not hardcore enough. I'm not. I'm, I actually, I'm actually not. I'm actually just quite happy being medium core. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll drop Real. the price when nobody buys it. Because who's going to buy that shit? Oh, well, I didn't see. want to call myself softcore. That's just sounds, no. that sounds wrong. Exactly. You don't want to be called hardcore or softcore, really. I mean, I mean, yeah. medium core is the only safe yeah. option. Hardcore has multiple connotations. Softcore also is, has obviously porn. <laughs> well, it's the same connotations as hardcore, just the other end of the scale. What, what? weak core, <laughs> dumbed down core. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk more about Fallout 4. Well, not really, because there isn't much no. else to say. But that's but that's what they did. Apart from <laughs> Fallout 3 is coming with Fallout 4. So yeah. you play both of those epically long games. Did they say that, uh, that just Fallout 3, or was it New Vegas and all the other gubbins? I think they well? only said 3, but that remains to be seen whether they do okay. package. Like, if it's like, a, might be a Fallout 3 game of the year collection, but I don't even know what's included in that. Mm. Like how many of the? I guess only the Fallout, the Fallout Three expansions are different from the 
other games that were technically Fallout 3, sure. like New Vegas or whatever. Yeah. But then more importantly than that... <laughs> but there's more! <laughs> yes, more importantly than that, mods on the Xbox version of Fallout. Yeah, that was the, that was the thing they wanted to push here. It was like, oh yeah, we're, we're, you know, obviously modding has been real important to us after they just made everyone pay for it for a brief moment in time. That wasn't them. That was Bethesda. Bethesda <laughs> and Skyrim. They were the first to get on board. Technically, it was, it was, like, I don't think that wasn't, was, there's Fallout people like no, that. No, it wasn't Fallout, no. But, yeah, even so, they were like, morning is real important to us, and a bit of me is just like, well, for your bank balance at one point. <laughs> and, but, yeah, so they're adding it all for free to Xbone. Who knows how that'll work? Presumably they'll need some sort of mod system in their own game to somehow... Did they say free? I don't even know. I think I said free. Okay. Yeah. Bloody hell, we've just been delivered sustenance. <laughs> That's not going to keep us going. A huge ton of Haribo is not going to be sustainable. <laughs> not that we don't appreciate it. It is, it is highly appreciated. Because right. it's actual Haribo. It's not like Morrison's own brand. So do you just want to take gummies. a handful here and just stuff it in your face? Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> That's not going to work well for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about that, Zach? <laughs> Depends if we start talking like the children from the Harry Bow ads or the children adults. The tread outs. Tread outs. So anyway, um, not Harry Bow news. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, mods and Fallout 4, but we're done with that. Yeah, we're done with that. Oh, now we, now we get to talk about something else for two seconds because fuck this. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Screw you, EA. EA Access is still a thing, so they came on stage to pimp it again. And no one cared again. No, the crowd was really like, we don't, we don't, we don't care. Like their big news was like, hey, for this week, we're giving all Xbox Live Gold members access to EA Access, and to which the crowd were like, yeah, but we're here. <laughs> we were like, woo. <laughs> we can't, we can't, we can't actually get at this because we're at E3. <laughs> really dumb. Well, that's dumb. So moving on from that to something Rob's excited about. Well, they did. They did like just for info on EA Access. It did sort of like um, they said they added a couple of things to it, blah 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 blah, which made me think. Okay, so there's roughly a one year lead time on a game that you want to play from turning up on EA Access, right? Um, unless you've bought the game and are using that like four hour early play benefit or whatever that is. Yeah, the early demo version. Of whatever. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. It went on for way too long. Crockett's here, and I was surprised that EA talked about it here and not on their own. Because they knew that they wanted to shit up Microsoft feeds on their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and partly because they know Sony doesn't support it. And that's well, why. yeah, obviously, for obvious reasons, it's crockett shit. Yep, <laughs> crockett shit. Now the thing Rob's excited about. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Try not to choke mm. on that Harry mm. while you're excited. Oh man. <laughs> Well, highway to the danger zone. <laughs> Apparently, God damn it! The, Come on, they Rob. had the weirdest like licensed music. Yeah, in, it's in all of, of them. A bit of a strange choice. Like, you know, I thought Archer was going to use that, for, <laughs> but you know, but instead, Garden Warfare Two, yep. is in the highway to the danger zone. Oh Which, yeah. So yeah, they, they they didn't say a great deal here, other than showing the trailer, saying it's coming out spring next year, uh, and with goats and transforming things and something that looked a little bit like a Titanfall reference. Yep, it did. <laughs> but it's like it looks like more Garden Warfare. I'm all for that. Well, you know what they say, Garden Warfare, kids and grown ups love it so. 
<laughs> Do they? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Isn't it for kids? <laughs> and for grown-ups like Rob. And they love it so. Well, you certainly do. And you're I eating do. Haribo. I do. It's grand. And then next, because I guess we talk about plots as least some more later in EA's thing. Yep. Next, descending from the ceiling, it's Henry Ford the first. <laughs> <Only not. laughs> that would be cool. Huh? Yeah, if he came down from the ceiling in the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what everyone was saying. They should, they should have had him and the other dude in the car. So once the car had the center of the scene, they could get out and be like, hey. This is a slightly more dramatic version of what they did for Forza 5. Yes. Where they, where they brought out a P1. It's like, no, let's descend the new Ford GT from the sky. Um, and it's, I, I'm not 100% sure why they do this car partnership thing because it didn't mean anything in Forza 5. It's just like there was just, they a, want money. <laughs> there was just a P1 in it. And it's like, yeah, maybe maybe they're getting money to put people on the like, a particular car on the front of the box. You don't you know? say. Yeah. <laughs> the fact maybe. that Ford is actually there and Henry Ford the third yeah. is standing on stage saying how much he likes Forza. That car's pretty cool, though. I guess, but and it did also like highlight why there was this weird like circular area of the stage that they were. Yeah, they using. didn't really use it for anything else, did no, they? I was, just thought it was going to be like last year's with their like weird offshoot stages that they yeah, had, like the co- the co-op standees. But it was only for the car. Yeah. Other than that, the set design was pretty much the same, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, pretty much. It was. There was the funny bit. I think was it Microsoft? Yeah, it must have been Microsoft. Where they had like three rows of chairs at the front that the, the, the presenters kept standing oh, behind. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guys, you could just see the guys awkwardly turning around trying to see what was <laughs> going like, on. like, what? That's dumb. Well, at least they can check out Phil Spencer's ass. Well, I know. guess. Look at, his, look at his microphone box. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I wonder what they're using. <laughs> uh, yeah, then Forza, they didn't actually show pretty no. much anything about the game. It was just a load of, like... It was well, just that car in game, I There guess. was some wet pavement. Yeah. I guess that's new to... The cars spat out a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> They've added rain to the core Forza series, I guess. Which they may have done before, but you know, it's on the next gen now. So now it looks fancy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if they had done that before. I really, I really can't. If it, it would have been three and four if they did. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's out this year, as predicted, September 15. Slightly earlier than everything else. That might be the earliest release date we actually heard from the show. There's like, something on September the 11th, which was funny. Is there? I can't remember what that was. I'll see if it's in my notes later. Oh, man. Because <laughs> everyone was like, oh, man, that's <laughs> oh, yeah. that's an appropriate release. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so then there was a uh, very much nothing trailer for... Um, uh, the next game from from software. Yeah, I had to say that. I like there's something about saying from 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 software. Uh, from from software, and everyone was like, "Ooh, is this is this going to be something? Is Bloodborne coming to Expo?" And then it quickly becomes apparent. Oh no, this is a Dark Souls game, isn't it? This looks like this looks like a castle. This is this looks like the very setting that all Dark Souls stuff is in. And then it's like, oh no, at least it's a new Dark Souls. At least it's not Dark Souls Two like rebate or something <laughs> well like, of course it's not They're, they apparently are now in the business of churning those shits out real fast yeah I mean they it's early 2016 so it's like what the, are they planning on alternating between a Bloodborne and a, a Dark Souls Bloodborne and the Dark Souls yeah it's only been two years since Dark Souls 2 when that comes out so yeah cranking it <coughs> crank crank <coughs> Yes, people didn't exactly seem very enthusiastic about it, as you would no, imagine. I, I think the, that 
the Dark Souls or the Souls fatigue is setting in. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, as I say, Bloodborne was the last one to do that. And it didn't set the world on fire, I think, as much as everyone was sort of expecting. Uh, no. People liked it, though. Yeah, they people liked, liked it, but I don't yeah. think it's made as big an impact as the Dark Souls well, 1 and 2 has. That's hard to do, though, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's hard to make as big an impact as... I mean, so, like Dark Bloodborne's... Souls made a big impact, didn't it, after... And it wasn't the really... The, was it Dark Souls 2? Which one was it? Well, no, it was Demon Souls was the first one that didn't make a big yeah. impact because it was just too weird. And yeah. then Dark Souls made the, the big splash, I guess. And then Dark yeah. Souls 2 kind of improved on it. And then now Bloodborne was like... It's mixing changed it, it up slightly. Yeah. yeah, Bloodborne makes it up a bit. And then, yeah, Dark Souls 3 comes along. It's like, do we really want... I think it's because it's so close to what Bloodborne's release. It's like, do people really want another Dark Souls? Well, and are they going to like revert stuff that people thought was better in Bloodborne than the Dark Souls method? Or is it actually going back to a Dark Souls style? Is that I reckon they'll thing, bring back the shields a... and stuff. Yeah, for Well, sure. I reckon that... <laughs> they'll have the shields, of course, but people would like... It's the other stuff, like the certain movement and like... I do hear that they're they that one of the things that they say they've changed is like they've made it so you can fire the short bow like quickly, like a quick shot. Okay, and that sounds like a sort of equivalent to the bloodborne pistol. Yeah, the guns and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, maybe they're trying to backport some of that. Stuff I think it's in their the interest to diverge more, right? To try and make yeah, bloodborne so. and dark souls more different. That would make sense. Yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, that's not for us unless that gets back. <laughs> unless I eventually it. ever start playing Dark Souls or Dark Souls Two. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of get why people enjoy those games, but it just sounds like that would, as I've always said, those games sound like they would cause horror for those around me. Well, you know, it <laughs> might only be one or two years before we get to that in our Steam A to Z, and then you can. Oh god! Then I can yeah. show you the start of it that I remember. Mm. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. No. I might veto that one. Oh, no. <laughs> that's so, even, even if it works after those changes they made to like, the PC. They got rid of Windows Live, didn't they? So that's mm. fine. Probably. Someone may have patched it. Yeah, you can always get the DS fix. <laughs> yeah. Get that working. So yeah, that's that. Then there was some little bit of division action for a moment. Yeah, they basically came on, show, on stage to say, hey, there's a beta in December. Yeah, a beta in December. Yep, so basically proving, oh, this game's not coming out this year then. <laughs> Still not coming out. The trouble with people revealing betas as a, like an announcement is that it used to be, that used to be a sort of useful indication of how far away the game was from release. Mm. But now that everyone has abused the term beta so much, it's like, that could either mean it comes out in like January or June. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, is it a real beta or is it just a demo? Or worse than that, take Halo Five, for instance. The beta comes out a whole year before the game is going to come out, and it's yeah, it's like they people have abused the term beta so much that that's not actually giving you any clue of the actual release date. Now <laughs> they fucked it up too much. Yeah, but they do go on at least to then say, "Hey, by the way, Siege is coming out." Yeah. Um. And it's going to come out with Vegas and Vegas 2 thrown in because of backwards compatibility. Yeah. Just reinforcing that point. Which, you know, you like those, don't you, Dan? The Vegas games? Oh, sure. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
<laughs> yes, is the answer. Oh. We'll talk about Siege some more later, I guess. Yeah, you'll you, be sort of more detail. Yep. I mean, uh, the Vegas, I never played the second one that much. Like, I, I think I did I rent it or something? I can't remember. Anyway, the first one I liked. Um, I don't know why they didn't, because they screwed up, didn't they? What, what, what was the one they were making with the bridge and everything? You know, in the in the video, oh, that they canned, yeah, yeah Rainbow Six, uh, and it looked like really weird and like controversial for no reason and stuff. <laughs> and it was like it didn't look as good. they could have just made a, another Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. Saying all that, I do. The new direction seems to be kind of cool. Yeah, like you know where they're going with Siege seems seems right. Yeah, yeah, um, that's cool. We'll talk about that more later. Yeah, that comes up in Ubisoft. Uh, and then came a trailer kind of out of nowhere for another new game, uh, called Gigantic. Yep. Um, which looks like, well, it was hard to gleam stuff from the trailer, in fairness, about what exactly it was, except for it looked like it might be, it, it was hard to tell from that trailer whether it was PvE, PvP. Well, my or, notes say, what I gleaned from it is my notes say, it's a MOBA, so there you go. I mean, it might well be. And in actual fact, if we skip ahead to the PC show, they kind of said it was, or like there, there are elements of MOBA in it. Yes, it just, it just appears that like the thing you're defending is also a like a weapon. Weapon, it's yeah. sort of like minimum. <laughs> yeah, I thought that as well. It's like has have, have they just taken the concept that minimum came up with and go, well, we've got a bigger budget. Shit, let's do this and make it class based while we're at it. Yeah, with like a ninja guy or like a fox or something that sits on his shoulder, possibly. It looked all right. Could be interesting. Could be okay. Uh, looks better than Battlecry, my notes say. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. that's true. <laughs> we'll have to compare all the different moments that are coming out to yeah. each other. And be like, which one of these is actually worth being interested in? Halo 5, there you go. <laughs> Solve my problem. <laughs> yeah. That's the only MOBA that we get around. <laughs> exactly. MOBA? Are you ready for... MOBA problems. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you ready for an indie montage? Yep. Uh, I didn't make a note about everything that nope. they showed here, um, but it appears that Super Hot is still coming. Yeah. <laughs> they had that briefly. Um, uh, that was the only one thing I took away from that because I mean, Cuphead was in it, but they sort of talked about that in more detail later. Yeah. Um, so the makers have gone home, are doing something. They're doing something. Know. I liked Gone uh, Home, although it lasted about two hours. Yeah. It was basically like a film. So it looks like they might be trying to make something a little bit bigger this time, um, called uh, Tacoma, which is the name of a space station. I don't know. That seems like it could just be very similar to Gone Home. It could just be a two-hour float around the space station and look at things to find out what the fuck's going on. Yeah, it could well be. I mean, they, they were they've been pitching it again. This came up in the PC thing later, but it's relevant now, I suppose. Um, they were pitching it as there, there's more to you can sort of because there's more scope and more space and more. Uh, areas you can travel to and, and explore that there may be some uh, like light puzzly stuff like oh I need to get up there in order to see this to, to see what's over here that kind of thing mm. um, whether or not any of that is actually essential to progression they they weren't like clear about but it's uh, um, at least there's sort of slightly more element to oh I can't just go here and look at this thing I have to work out how to get to that thing that's not really that's just like that is could be 
considered could quite similar to the puzzles in Gone Home, just on a slightly different scale. Instead yeah. of like looking at a thing to find a password or something, you're or need to find make... a ladder to climb up a hill. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They need to do something to trigger this door to open, don't they? <laughs> and they had an in, like they, they, they sort of demonstrated things shown in echoes, didn't it? Like where what happened to people and stuff, so you could play it back and it would show them as holograms in the world and. Mm. Um, like what's going on on Tacoma? Ooh, and there's anti-grav. They're doing something. Yes, it's like—is it a moon base or is it a space station? Yeah, I suppose I didn't make that one percent clear. Because if there's uh, anti-gravity, that would be weird on the moon. Yeah, that's no moon base. It's a space station. <laughs> it's a space base. Oh, your space, not filled with base. Space of base. <laughs> space of base. <laughs> Is that your oh, yeah. new 90s electronica output? Absolutely, yeah. It'd be, it'd be, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if you could do that. Like, everyone seems to be like making like 80s, or no, I say everyone. There was a there was this sort of sudden burst of like 80s themed things. It's like, what would you even do if you tried to make a 90s themed sci-fi? Well, it would be like Babylon we'll 5 <laughs> or something, or, or Star Trek DS9. It would just be like all of the Star Trek, wouldn't it? Or like most of the Star Trek came out in the 90s, didn't it? I guess it could be Stargate, like, you know, Egyptian. Yeah, and Stargate, yeah. 90s was like a golden Egyptian. age for like... TV sci-fi. TV, yeah. Well, well not that it was all great or anything, but like there was a lot more of it than there is these days. Yeah, true. It was in Vogue. 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 Ashen. Okay, that, that I. These are like literally. I just wrote the titles and didn't write anything else about these. <laughs> all uh, these indies. Yeah, Ashen looked to be one of those sort of like multiplayer co-op survival things. Well. Maybe some co-op survival. Right. Maybe maybe competitive. It, it looked like it, one of those games where it just plonks you in a world. You wander around it. If you meet someone, who knows whether they're going to be friendly or not? Um, stay alive. Oh yeah, I remember now. I, I've got, got an image of what that was. Like yeah. weird faceless people. Yeah, that was their thing. Yes, faceless people. No poker faces. <laughs> I guess that's important when you're playing a game where people might or might not be evil. It's like, yeah. if they just have literally a blank avatar, then they don't have to worry about facial expressions. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It did look like the production was slightly higher than most of these like indie titles that try and do this. So mm. maybe it's interesting. Depends what there is to discover, obviously, and how long the concept of, well, what happens when you die? Do you start all over again? Yeah. Is it in the same world? How, how quickly that all gets old? Um. I, my my note says his. Oh, it looks a bit like that Last Guardian aesthetic we saw several years ago. Mm. Like the same sort of characters are designy. I don't know certain something to them. Maybe felt a little like it. Uh, yeah. What else we got? Um, brief bit about Beyond Eyes, which seems like a, quite an interesting idea. Actually, you know, a uh, it's a, it's a, it's an it's a, an attempt to represent the experiences of a small blind girl um by mm. representing the world in what she hears and feels and um so you can only see something that or you know the game will only put on screen things that her other senses have picked up um and it might not be 100 percent obvious what those things are um or they could be confusing you could 
hear something that sounds like something else and the game will display the something else because you think it's the something else because you haven't learned what the real something is. Mm. Um, so it depends exactly how that game plays and what the actual point is, I guess, is a little unknown. Yeah. But uh, a damn nice aesthetic, like just going for full-on watercolour painting look. Um, kind of cool. Kind of be interested. One of these sort of like, it's a, it's a, it's a new concept. It's a, it's a new quirk. Something to spend your Xbox points on at some point. When you <laughs> yeah. randomly have... When, when I randomly points. gain points again, yeah. <laughs> as, as always happens. Uh, yeah. And then they showed a bit of Cuphead, which looks like it's like a platformer shooter sort of thing. I heard them talking later that apparently there's not actually that much platforming. It's like there's no levels, it's just a boss rush. Oh, really? Okay, interesting. So it's like mostly contained within one screen, screen, and then maybe it scrolls or whatever. The more I see of how that game is animated and looks, though, the more I'm impressed. Yeah. It's like they they have nailed that, like, 20s cartoon look. Yeah. It's great. I'm excited to see what that ends up being. Major Nelson is a big fan, apparently. (laughs) It does look super cool. I didn't see the E3 footage of it, so I should check that out. It didn't show a great deal of actual gameplay again. They well, sort of they sort of showed They showed it quite a well, maybe they showed it all the numbers. It was, it was, it was in clips later. and trailers again rather than like there may have been another stream where they showed it properly. Yeah, I, I don't think they showed as much in the Xbox One as something later. I don't remember what that might be in the Sony one. But they showed slightly more of it. But they finally gave it a release date at least, which <laughs> is next year, of course. Naturally. <laughs> at what time next year, they didn't say, but it's next year. We would hope early, because it seems like there's quite a lot to it, considering the different levels that they clicked through. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been in development for a long, long time. So, yeah. Like Super Hot, I suppose. We've seen it for just as long. <laughs> super Hot feels like we've seen it for longer. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's because they said Super Hot a lot. <laughs> that's true. Super Hot. So anyway, uh, uh, that's the Indies. So, who were the guys that made this next thing? Uh, was it the guy that worked on DayZ or something has gone on to work on a different project? You've missed something. Oh, have I missed something? What yeah. did I miss? You skipped over the Xbox game preview. Oh, I did miss that. What was that? Their version of Early Access, basically. <laughs> They're right. doing a store where you can buy Early Access games, basically, on the Xbox. Okay, interesting. And but apparently... The Xbox preview or something. Yeah. Not Xbox. to be confused with people on the preview program. It's the Xbox game preview, specifically. Okay. Yeah, I think that they, 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 they said that it's going to be like more curated than Steam. Like Basically, their main thing is that any game that's going to go in this early access preview also simultaneously has to have a demo version at that point. Right, okay. So you can, play, you can actually play it before yeah. you buy into the early access. Oh, I see. Right. Smart, I guess. But that demo probably might be the game. Time limited, I imagine. Or, or, yeah, or it might actually be what the game is <laughs> yeah, at that point, exactly. how, much, how early it is. So yeah, they're doing early access as well, basically. Fine. Sure. Why not? Get everyone on board. Yep. And now the Daisy thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which well, I- actually, I don't really know what this is. It seems to be some game in space called Ion. Well, my note says... And they didn't really say anything else. My note says, Daisy Space Engineers. <laughs> so, I guess there you go. They did talk about it later in the PC thing, but not... They didn't show anything else. So, whatever this trailer is, is all you've got. Um, Ion. Yep. 
that's it. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider gameplay demo. Maybe. My note says, where is the game? <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> like, here's a whole ton of quick time events. It only, is, it only hidden quick time. Kind of, yeah. It's pretty much like some of the, the, the disaster sequences that would have been in the first Tomb Raider game where stuff is happening around you. You've got to just do stuff to try not to die. But that stuff that you need to be doing is pretty obvious. Yeah. It's pretty, like, uh, signposted what you need to do. And it turns out Lara Croft has magic ice picks. Of course. That miraculously appear in her hands and then disappear back onto her belt in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Game. Yeah, I guess so. The snow looks pretty good. It, it looked good. I mean, visually, yeah, it was, it was quite quite nice looking. Um, but it is another classic example of like exactly what the first game did in a way is that nothing goes well ever. No. Everything has to go as bad as it could well, possibly like the, get. Here's this ridiculous giant storm that for some reason in the middle of the mountains... Yeah. Like that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you really get thunderstorms on a mountain. Depends how high you are, I guess. It's something to do with like hot air, though, isn't it? Like it? the mountains. I know. Dan, you got any meteorological? Well, not in the kind of way that this showed, anyway. (laughs) Where it's like, oh shit, that storm is really very bad. It's not like a blizzard. If it had been a blizzard, it would have made sense. But it was like a literal thunderstorm. On a snow top, that was coming towards the snowy, snowy peak, and I was like, "That's weird, isn't it?" Well, that's the whole point. Well, yeah, exactly. That is the whole point. It's clearly not natural. God damn it! I'm sure you get them on like a like a African peak or something like Kilimanjaro or something. I'm sure you get like the, yeah, okay, the, the air, the, the winds going along, and then suddenly the mountain it goes up, and then it's like, "Oh shit!" It gets cold, and I don't know. But again, that's presumably true. that's not on the snowy bit. Yeah, oh, Christ, I don't know. I'm sure you definitely get lightning storms of some kind on mountains, just, just like you get them anywhere else. Hmm. I don't know. Don't know, though. Who knows? <laughs> any, any weather people, please write in. <laughs> so that anyway, fair. that felt weird. A lot of stuff was going wrong, basically. Too much was going wrong. <laughs> like, luckily for us, and luckily for a lot of people who were worried about it, they they didn't end it with her dying. <laughs> Hey, yeah. <laughs> which was probably like it seemed like that could have been the way that was going where they're just like we're going to have a fail state <laughs> yeah, well, she, she didn't even get impaled or anything or, well actually in fairness she gets impaled at the start of the first game and it's totally fine yeah so. it actually yeah, seemed yeah. really similar where they cut to, right at the start of that and they cut to her like in a cave and she's holding a torch and she's pushing away through a thing it's like hang on this is the first game again yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that same demo <laughs> yeah but it's Tomb Raider man but then she goes out into some snow yeah. so it's okay yeah <laughs> I mean, I I really liked the last game, so I, I, I'm somewhat hopeful that this will still be good. And it is technically out this year, but only on Xbox this year. Because mm. um, they're exclusively thing. Yeah. Timed exclusive. Uh, yeah. So then, some kind of cool sort of news. And then, yeah. some Fatboy Slim. And then some Fatboy <laughs> Slim. For yeah. Because that's indicative of the 90s. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it is. Kind of is. Which is, in fairness, the height of Rare yep. Entertainment. So, here comes the Rare Replay Collection, which is going to be a collection of 30 different games for $30. Sounds like a bargain, right? Yeah, what like, games I, you get? I, I had to look up the list afterwards just to make sure what's in there. So there's Banjo, Banjo 2. E. Um, <laughs> going through 30 games. Well, no, only the ones I remember. <laughs> okay. I haven't written only them all the down. important ones. Yeah, Perfect Dark's in there. 
uh, Viva Pinata, both of them uh, are in there. Uh, Perfect Dark Zero, the bad Perfect Dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, Battletoads, uh, RC Pro Am, one and two. Uh, well, we've got Blast Core, Jet Force Gemini. Not Donkey Kong Country, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And not Goldeneye, for similar reasons, presumably. (laughs) Because, you know, licensing and crap. Blast Core, jeez. Yeah, that was like an N64 launch title, that was. That must look pretty rough. Yeah, I'd imagine it does, yeah. Oh, and Cameo. That was the the other 360 game they were putting on. Oh, and Grabbed by the Ghoulies. (laughs) Their Xbox, OG Xbox game they did. Uh, it's, it's regardless. It seems like a pretty good package, like for the price that it will be. That seems that seems cool. And given mm. that, my my hope is that the version of Perfect Dark they put on there is the the redone version they put on the 360. Right. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, that was sure pretty, they did a pretty good job of that. Apart from it being slightly screwy when you tried to play split screen and the Xbox guide getting in the way. Yeah. Um. And making it really difficult. <laughs> Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully that that will be that version. Uh, yeah, cool thing. Shame it's not a new game. But it, but, but 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 after everyone got unnecessarily excited for a moment there and then was disappointed, they got excited again because they are making a new game, yes. and it isn't bloody Connect Sports. Ray at long last. But what is it? Dun, dun, dun. Well. It looks a little bit like they're making some kind of co-op pirating simulator called Sea of Thieves. A pirate's life for me. Yeah, my one, my one sort of like descript, like uh, adjective style comment here is, "Oh, it looks nice." <laughs> and in fairness, well, when it got when it got super choppy and they were at sea and stuff, that was pretty good looking water. <laughs> How's it compared to uh, like uh, Ascreed? Well, I still haven't actually played S4. No, so. but... I don't know. Water, what, water what is the fourth of the asses. Well, there's... Which isn't actually the fourth of the asses, but... No, it's not. Okay, cool. Well, look pretty that, good. Is it an MMO, or, or is it like well, a Destiny-style? It's, it's, it's definitely it? PvP in that trailer. So. Yeah, because you've got pirate ships fighting against each other like at sea and stuff. And it looked like they made it look like certain the players have to actually be the crew on the ship. Yeah. Like doing rigging and stuff. <laughs> Whatever quick time event that is. Yeah. Mash X repeatedly to rig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo ho ho. Hoist what, the main sail or whatever the, the phrases are. You have to I don't know. have the sea shanty in order to time the button presses of up she rises. No, what are some sailing terms for like pirate ships? Lee ho. Lee ho. Okay, well, Lee ho. There you go. Okay. You can Lee ho, probably. <laughs> Lee ho. Okay. So that's that. Not really much information. No, no information, but, you know, Rare are doing something somewhat Rare creative for something. once. Yeah. What? It's been, it's been a while. Uh, Fable Legends is obviously back. And maybe it's free to play? Yeah, it is free to play. They've confirmed that, yeah. Which is weird. Fable Legends is going to be a free to play game. Uh, it's a bit, little bit. I mean, I've noted it looks a tiny bit prettier than we last saw it. Like, there seems to be more detail in the world, and 
it wasn't quite so framey, I think, as the last demos they showed. The question is, um, if it's free to play, where are they going to make money? What's the where's the money making well, part of this? Again, skipping ahead, this was covered in the okay. Spoiler alert, I guess, for later on. But this was covered in the PC um, uh, show because there's going to be a PC version and it's going to be cross-platform. And then they talked about the model, and the model is going to be similar to that of a MOBA in that it's free to play, but if you want to buy extra characters to play, that's where the, the money comes in. Okay. But yeah, a free-to-play Fable game. So and the cross-platform actually makes somewhat amount of sense, right? Because surely playing the evil guy makes more sense with a mouse and keys. Yes. So, Controlling the dungeon. So, yeah, good on them. Makes sense. Let's see how this goes. This means we can try it. <laughs> because, because I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Because Fable, yep, has, Fable. Has, has no appeal to me whatsoever. Uh, so then they start talking VR for a bit, um, mysteriously, just, just to basically say, "Oh yeah, don't." By the way, we've partnered with both Valve and and uh, Oculus, and Oculus, presumably because of the the you know to say, "Hey, we're offering some stuff. You know, we're offering it with the Xbox controller." Which is a bit weird, given that they said, "Oh, we've partnered with Valve to do this," because you know Valve have their own controller that they are that they are starting to sell. That's true. Won't come to you yet. But well, they're I, it. it was just weird that they pre free had done their Oculus thing because Oculus had a conference, and then at this they're like, "And Valve, yeah, <laughs> just suddenly." Somewhat weird. But that was pretty much all they had to say about that. Yeah. Even though we t- we talked, did we talk about it last week about the crazy in room Oculus support they planned for the Xbone? Yeah, the, the the project your TV onto a bigger TV. <laughs> yeah, perfectly. So you can wear an, an Oculus headset and pretend you have a massive te- TV and play Xbone on it. But they don't care about VR. Apparently, they care about AR. Yep. <laughs> or, or as they call it now, MR. Because for some that? reason, they've decided not augmented reality. It's merged reality. Oh, is there what they're calling it now? That's not <laughs> good. That, it, did they think that augmented was a slightly too long a word for the casual market? Maybe. Augmented, mate, it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And it still makes sense. Yep. There's no need to change it to merged. But yeah, that's, that's a little strange. They could call it blended reality or something, aren't they? I mean, you could come up with a number of names. Same thing, yeah. And they're um. all still, always also still calling them holograms. Hmm. Somewhat incorrectly, but you know they've they've doubled down on the hollow idea now. It's in the name, so be foolish to leave it alone. But the demo they did for it was actually pretty cool. I thought, like, well, it was cool that they managed to find a way to record it for a yeah. Start. They had to have a second <laughs> device that was tapped into obviously what the first device could see. It was the second device was effectively acting as the first, right? But just rendering it into the the video feed rather than onto a screen in front of the guy. Yeah, it was like just um, it was just like. It was as if you paired another set of hollow lens, and it was just seeing it from a different angle. Yeah, <laughs> presumably they, you know, they must have had one of those cameras about, like during prototyping and stuff, so they can record their results and stuff. So it's like maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, they basically did the whole Minecraft on a table thing that they had teased before and yeah. demonstrated it live, and it's just like. Holy shit, this is kind of cool. Well, I thought it was mainly amazing for how fast Minecraft was loading. I was like, <laughs> holy shit, the chunks are loading as he's panning across the world and he's sliding up and down a brick at a time. It's not lagging. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's a trick of the console versions, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'm, I've watched various videos of people playing the console versions and it seems like 
it's in a lot of cases with the console version of Minecraft, it's okay for the host. Right. <laughs> the, the people joining the host, maybe not so much. You still get a lot of ch- slow chunk loading where you're just looking in a big hole. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but it was like the tech he was using, and you know, it just—if that's what Hololens is going to be, just in terms of the visual fidelity that it was putting out. Yeah, um, maybe not the gestural and the actual control stuff that he was doing. It seemed a little like didn't quite gel. Well, I mean, what it's hard even, to tell from our view. It's like what you even go to do though—that's the trouble. Yeah, it's like you can look at your Minecraft world and it's real fancy, and it looks cool, but then like you can't play it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be kind of cool, like, well, like, say you were sitting in the couch, right, playing a game on the console on your telly or something, and you had HoloLens, and your coffee table is then showing extra information, sort of in 3D there. That's like probably really a, distracting. Maybe, yeah, but it's like, that's still cool, right? What if it turned your room into the cockpit and uh, which your screen is the window? Yes, that would be cool, like, but that wouldn't actually work, because it looks like you have to set a very defined area for it to like maybe but hololens could like just cover that up right like like whatever scenery you wanted like yeah but depending on how good the actual image ends up being like through the headset it seems like for the tracking you have to set it set the points in the world like the people have been talking about other demos of hololens that we might talk about later but they've been saying like the tables have like dots around the edges that define the area oh so, sure like, so, it's... so it can pick up the tracking accurately yeah okay so it's still not as clever so you probably can't just transmit it onto your whole room well, unless you like corner the edges of the room well no something. no but I mean in the, in the example I just gave presumably you need dots around your screen right so it knows where the screen is and then can just build the world around maybe, it maybe I guess yeah if, that might be a bit weird though, because I think at the distance you're sitting away from the screen, that would look kind of weird if you're co- if you're sitting in the cockpit of your spaceship <laughs> and you're like five feet away from the actual window. <laughs> That's true, actually. Unless yeah. it was like, unless you're playing like a Star Trek game, that'd be cool. Then you can have the actual bridge. Oh yeah, <laughs> man, we may have found the perfect use case for this thing. But then Oculus could do that as well, well right? Yeah, There's nothing they all could. Yeah, Oculus could do it better because then you wouldn't be limited by the size of your TV. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Also, that the woman doing the Minecraft presentation had an incredibly annoying inflection in her voice. She had one of those classic, like, always going up voices. Oh, right. <laughs> like, drop some TNT? <laughs> uh, finally. <laughs> yes, the dude funny. who currently heads the coalition, which, as it turns <laughs> out, is the uh, is the dev team working on Gears of War stuff. Yep. Um, coalition's a cool name. It's quite appropriate because, like, like three Thor three. That's like it, the coalition is a thing. From it's the Gears sort of universe. cool, but yeah. it's like hella generic. Also, sort of. Yeah, it's appropriate for the game they were making. <laughs> um. So yeah, he basically came out to say, "Yeah, Gears of War Ultimate Edition." And that's that's really a thing. Yeah, I guess it's the first time it's been officially said, right? Yeah, that it's a that it's a thing. Uh, it's the first Gears game to run at full 1080 60, um, and it's also and the it, first and, Gears game, and it is just the, <laughs> just the first Gears game. Yeah, wow. it's not a, like a, it's not a collection. It's just a remake of Gears One. Really? Yeah, it's just okay. worse. They haven't specifically called it a collection. It's just the Ultimate Edition. Oh, I see. But, okay. uh, and that was pretty much it. Apart from me then goes, oh yeah, there's this one more thing. And so we get a gear, we get a gameplay demo of Gears of War 4. 
and it looks kind of poop. <laughs> well, the problem is, is it looks exactly like Gears of War, but without Marcus Phoenix in it, or Baird, or, or, any of the or the Coal Train. And it's like, yeah, yeah the, the, know and love. whoever they showed looked kind of dull. And it's like, and it looked, I, I mean, it looked good, but it looked identical to old Gears. <laughs> and it's like, I'm all for a new Gears game, but you've got to do more than this, guys. There's got, right. there's got to be more to it than just being a Gears game. And also, maybe it's a prequel. Maybe, yeah, maybe. It looked like that sort of... It looks suspiciously like they were just starting... Like, they came across those weird orange tendrils. It's like, hmm, are we about to start yeah, what, seeing what these, where the locusts come from? What are these like, glowing pods, yeah. Well, like, he, I think he seemed to know what they were, though, because he's like, don't touch them, and then he immediately touches them. <laughs> <laughs> in the classic maneuver. Oh, I thought he said that afterwards. I thought he touched them, got covered, and then it's like... Uh, no, I think he said it, on, he like, think he said it like, immediately before that, where he's like, don't touch them, oops! <laughs> <laughs> or maybe his cohort said it over the radio or something. Maybe. But yeah, that... that Wasn't the best reveal in the world. Gears has had better reveals. Well, the trouble the with that whole demo is they didn't really show any fucking fighting. <laughs> No. They were just like, we've got to track this monster, and then occasionally you see it in the distance disappearing over the crest of a hill or something, and then they come to the end, and it's like, there's the monster, and now it's a scripted sequence. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Where's the actual fighting? Sort of quick, tiny looking thing. Yeah, who knows? Hopefully that's just early days, and that's the one bit they could actually show, maybe. Maybe. But there's got to be more to it, guys. Like, so you're not hype for uh, Gears 4? Not yet. I want to be, but but that trailer didn't, or you know what they've shown hasn't done anything for me. No, uh, which is a bit of a bummer to end on. Yeah, that's where the show ends. And it's like, oh god, this your Gears of War should have been your big moment. Yeah, like oh snap, because you know they did one of their cla- Microsoft are very good at this when they do their shows and stuff, and just of oh, just dropping into something and not telling you anything about it, and yeah. you being all like, here's a tra- here's something you've never seen before. Um, and, you know, I really appreciate how Microsoft do their shows. I think they are super slick and super well done. But to end on a moment like that, where it's just like, oh, okay, I, I know what you were going for and the intention was there, but what you actually showed doesn't excite as much as you think it does. Right. Yeah. Was a tiny bit of a letdown. But all in all, good show, Microsoft. Yeah, I guess Ser- so. Ser- seriously well done. You've nailed it the last few years, and whatever this formula is that you've had for the last three odd shows or something, it's working for you. I like it. Not just because I have an Xbox. <laughs> yes, not because you're an Xbox fan. And I am a fanboy or something. I actually think the way they just do shows um, is kind of the letter to how other the others should do shows. Well, it's, it's probably like, it's the just, benchmark. It was probably just because of the TV thing, because they always had that restriction, and now they're just sort of, now they don't, but they've sort of continued the tradition yeah. of how they do it. Like I mean, it was, yeah, it was fairly tight. It was a little bit longer than what they've what yeah. they normally do because they didn't have the TV restriction. But even um, but it still kept that same pace, that same yeah. that same feel. Good job. Uh, right, how 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 far are we in? How long have we been going? Uh, hour forty. We could probably do EA. Yeah, yeah. Okay, EA is the is where things start to go wrong for me in terms of this like <laughs> this like this E three. Well, the EA one is where things started to go wrong, but also like during the length of the A one, 
that started to go wrong. Like, it's the actual progression of the EA thing also was a downward slope into Doom. <laughs> Not literally Doom. So, yeah, it got worse as it went along. <laughs> so, following on from what I just said about how Microsoft do their shows, EA do the exact opposite to that. <laughs> they like to talk about their game at length with, like, no fanfare whatsoever, well, and then show you the thing you're supposed to be excited for. And the way that it... Like, it, like you're, you're being hyped for something by some guy just talking at you. Like, oh, yeah, here's the new FIFA, or here's the new sports game, here's the new thing we're putting together. It's going to work exactly like this. We're doing new <laughs> dynamic content. We're doing things that will amaze you, yeah. stuff like that. And by the point you actually get to the trailer, you're bored. Yes. And you don't want to see the trailer. I don't think it's been as bad as this this year. Because this year, I actually put a note in my thing where it just says, EA's having the talking year. Like, yeah. it's, not, it's not Sony having the talking year, well, where they go on for way too long. This is the thing. You said well, that then. Like, you said that then. But, yeah, but, but this, is, this one was particularly bad for yeah, you're yeah. Like way too much talking. It's a bit of a... Also, because of some things that happen later on, way too much talking. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we get to that. So let's crack on, shall we? Yes. What we thought might be the biggest announcement they had to think... Sort of wasn't came, really. It wasn't really an announcement, no. And it came first, and it was like, yeah, we're still working on Mass Effect. It's going to come out next year. Yep. And it's going to be called Andromeda. <laughs> and we're not going to say anything else. Well... Have a shot of the N7 armor again. Well... <laughs> I'm I'm really annoyed by this because it's like it's not a trailer, it's a nothing. Well, I mean, apart <laughs> from the trailer sucking, I really they do show like a Mako, which is kind of oh yeah, they do briefly. Yeah, that's the one <laughs> that's sort of fast Mako. Yeah, looks of it. Yeah, Turbo Mako. But the trouble with it is like they've called it Mass Effect Andromeda, and they've said in various other places that like. It's a new galaxy, like literally Andromeda. Yeah. <laughs> but then, how the fuck do you have humans with N7 armor and Mako? Unless. Wait, we've gone there to chase the Reapers, right? Well, this is the problem that I have with it is that basically they've got the really obvious excuse of, like, we just found a Mass Effect relay gate that goes to another galaxy. Because sure. you could do that. Yeah. It could just be part of the Mass Effect or maybe they relay figured, network. Or maybe they figured out how to use the one in the Citadel to go to where the Reapers were rather maybe. than the other way. Yeah. But then, so it's just like. No. <laughs> I don't want you to shoehorn a way to bring back all the original races and then have them in this completely new galaxy, like them suddenly become colonists. Yeah, but I suppose the bonus is, is that we could be subjected to all new, like a large selection of new races. No, yeah, but that's what I mean. They should have made a full selection of new races, and like you don't even play as a human. You should have played as like some other alien race for the hell of it. Oh, maybe. Maybe they felt that was a bit... But the fact that that they've come up with basically a way to have this transference makes me think they're going to rely on that too heavily. And it's Mm. just going to be, they're not going to come up with anything especially amazingly new. Because they've like, we've already built this nicely meshed, like, these various factions of the different races. I mean, yeah, from that perspective, it does seem a little unnecessary. Yeah. to go to a whole new galaxy. Because the Mass Effect universe, we've always said this, has plenty of scope for interesting stories. <laughs> it's the entire fucking galaxy. Yeah. Even though on the galaxy map, you apparently go all over it, well, which yeah. is weird in itself. Yeah. Which is weird, yeah. It's not like Star Trek, where it takes freaking 70 years to get from one side the to the Delta other. The Delta Sector, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of poopy in some ways. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the oh, it, it just, it, just it, it did nothing for me at all. No, like, that Mako shot was the one thing where it's just like, ooh, how's this going to work? But Hopefully then, better than used to. Yeah, 
But I mean, there's, there's, not, there's just nothing to go on, right? It's, I don't know. For me, which it's, is, like, which it's, is it's similar disappointing to, after. to Halo for me in that it's like, oh, I, I guess with Halo, they formed a whole new studio specifically for it and everything. But I don't, I feel like, I don't know. Is it? It's but not the same Bioware making this that made the made the previous well, ones. Those people are done with it, and the yeah, the doctors gone to make quit. Craft beer. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this is similar for me in that, like, the trouble is like those Halo games have to work twice as hard to like win me over for some re- because of that break. I don't know why, and like, I wasn't convinced by the look of like the story or stuff in in like Halo Four and the new enemies and stuff. So I basically, Halo so I was a great like, game. yeah. So so you say I I still don't believe you <laughs> for some reason. I don't Despite know. Despite watching that... me play a bit of it, did you? Yeah, 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 exactly. I think maybe I had it was. I think it's probably a good Halo game in terms of mechanics and stuff. Definitely. But like, and it looked super cool for like the 360. It looked insane. Yeah, it's a, it's um, impressive looking game. But like, I think it was a combination of I didn't care where where they were going with the story because I felt like the story had been wrapped up, so I didn't really care about a new thing. And sure. and I had fatigue on that kind of gameplay. Like, if I hadn't had it for years, then 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 do you know what I mean? I just played. I guess. or whatever. So I think it was that. It wasn't that that gameplay was bad. In fact, it's probably better than it ever been before. In in many ways, I don't know. So I have it's a similar thing. There are normally like multi-year gaps between each game, though. It's not like they. I don't get the fatigue from Halo because there isn't one every year. You know, it's that the, there are gaps. Yeah, I guess. Well, and this would be long? like what three years? I think since Halo Four, when this comes out. Well, how long was it between like Reach and, and Halo Four? It can't have been that long. Two years, I think. Two years. Oh, two years. Okay, yeah. fine. Okay. Well, I guess that's a decent uh, gap for uh, most people. Maybe one and a half, actually, because it, it Reach was still Bungie, wasn't it? So they were yeah. probably. But yeah. but three four three were coming on board, I think, at that point because yeah. they did the they master the, the first anniversary edition of Halo. Right. Um, oh, that was the top <laughs> cap, wasn't it, for the year where yeah. they didn't have Halo? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So it probably was two years. Anyway, um, Mass Effect time got the same thing where it's like, these aren't the same. Like, what? They, they've wrapped up the story and now we're like, it's starting again for no reason in a similar vein. <laughs> yeah. And, and also it's not the same people or whatever. So it's like, well, they have to work twice as hard to impress me and, uh, doesn't look good from that little trailer or anything because they haven't done anything. What's well, the thing that it's just, it's doubly disappointing because last year all EA really showed of anything was those skanky dev things. Like, here's a, here's a, preview shot of something we've been like concepting and like running an engine and stuff like that and that was all they showed yeah and now this year all they have to show is effectively a teaser trailer for something they already teased you know Mm. it didn't need to be another teaser it's not a proper trailer like and the thing is zach's right about the andromeda thing in the fact that like it could that could be cool in that it could be a totally clean break and they could invent all you know some other creative team that was awesome could come and invent basically a new franchise but just following some of the conventions of of Mass Effect or something with all new races and everything in an all new universe and or whatever, but they're not going to do that because they're going to try and repeat a formula, aren't they? Yeah. Depends how big they go. Like, I, I, who does that? Like, it has to be a huge franchise like Star Wars for someone to come in and try and do something radical or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Before they get shouted at for being non-canon. <laughs> well, everything's non-canon now. But <laughs> yeah, we can do whatever the fuck we want to style. <laughs> yeah. No one cares anymore. 
Do you know that I Star Wars? My brother was been talking about this like kids TV show or whatever that's on the Star Wars Rebels. Have you come across this? Because apparently it's canon. Um, and oh, it, yes, yes, no, I have. This is the one that's sort of CG, is it? Like, yeah, uh, it's like a cartoon or whatever. But it, it it's actually sort of a cool setup because it's like um, it's set kind of leading up to a New Hope or whatever. <coughs> and so it's got char- like. Um, it's got Grand Moff Tarkin in, and it's got Darth Vader in a bit, who's actually voiced by, um, what's his name, James L. Jones and everything. Awesome. Which is awesome. Um, and, yeah, um, I don't know. It's just sort of, the fact that it's canon is kind of interesting. So, I don't know what's I happening. If, I wonder if does Disney make it, you know? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, really? yeah. It's probably on the Disney Channel or something. I don't know. I don't watch. But I, I only noticed it because, well, my brother was talking about it, but I only noticed it because I started seeing Lego sets that were, like, based on ships from that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, what, sure. what, that, what right. kind of ship is that? <laughs> right, okay. Right, okay, cool. I hear they retconned that Han Solo was married during his affair with, Le- with Leia. Really? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't That's know that. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Puts a whole new spin on those films. Yeah, well, Han was married, but, like, Luke and Leia were, like... Well, yeah, they could have been still been separated by many star systems. <laughs> Fine. That's not a good excuse. So you're outside the I was light years away. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? You wouldn't have heard about for hundreds of years if it hadn't been for faster than light travel. <laughs> What happens when Endor stays on Endor? Is that the well, I, don't, well, I don't know. Yeah, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know what the, what the uh, female gossip network is like <laughs> in, a long time ago. So anyway, it's actually, actually, oh, by the way, anyone with buns has telepathy. Okay, so it's <laughs> as a, as an aside, <laughs> I went to the uh, secret cinema Star Wars thing. Oh yeah, so well, that was paid for crazy. one of those ridiculous tickets. Oh my god, yeah. Well, how'd I go? Yeah, no, it was good. Well, I I think those tickets. I mean, it's a bit expensive, but for me, those are, those things are more fun than going to like a convention. Because if you go to a convention, you have to pay for the ticket, or whatever. Say it's Comic Con or like I went to a Star Trek one or whatever. But basically, you go in or whatever, and there's like people dressed up and stuff. That's cool and everything, and people are happy to be there because they're excited to share their like passion for Star Trek or whatever it is. But basically, all it is is a bunch of shops trying to fleece you basically that's that's what it is it's like a big yeah huge it is. It's area a it's a giant expensive store <laughs> exactly it's a giant expensive store whereas with, at least with secret cinema it's not that it's like people are dressed up in the same way and, and are excited to be there for star wars in the same way but you get loads of cool you know it's much cooler than 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 a bunch of shops or whatever like they had tatooine like totally recreated or whatever and you could you could talk to Uncle Owen and, and go and chat to C-3PO or whatever and all of that shit and then you could go and have a drink in a cantina and and, and, and then you so, so they did it bigger than the, the, the other things you've seen then. well uh, it wasn't I wouldn't say it was bigger it was pretty big it, uh, uh, it had two sections unlike um, oh, uh, so listeners if if, if you want to keep that a secret then whatever I won't reveal too actually, much actually we should stop go. here because yeah that's kind of but the point spoilers. Right? Yeah. yeah spoilers but yeah I mean I, I mean, I, I thought the cool part was because the film they were showing was Empire which is the best one but um, the clever part was that all of the stuff leading up to it you know all of the sets and stuff that you're, all of the areas that you walk around and stuff was all telling the story of the first film instead so oh, you got the story okay. of Star Wars and then yeah. and then you sat down and watched Empire which was really clever yeah cool idea so yeah, it was super cool. 
Um, check it out. Uh, it's on for quite a while, so if you still want to go, you can. It was in a, like an old print works. That's why they oh. have such a massive building. You know who isn't super cool? No, not Phil Spencer, the EA guy who came out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, talking talk about the wrong thing. Phil Spencer is super cool. Yes, the yeah. EA guy came out. I'm yeah, sure he's, we'll get more Star Wars by the end of this EA conference. What, what did we? What did we call him last year? We had a name for him, didn't we? Like was like it Slavy Slimy McSlickface? Yeah, something like. He's back. It it pegged who he reminds me of. He reminds me of Paddy McGuinness a little bit in terms of how he looks. Like, so I'm just sort of expecting him to go, no, like, you know, lady. Okay. <laughs> he does clearly not Let live the to EA play. see the access. Boom. He does not live to play. He does not live to play. As he said. He lives to business. Yes, clearly. He lives to slime. So get past that guy. <laughs> uh, and then we moved on to D for Speed. Need for Speed, which I, I think... Not some, these for Speed. No, just Need for Speed. <laughs> I think one, like one of the guys during that like monologue they were saying in the first bit of footage they got round to showing eventually after talking about it for ages. Yeah. Um, I think he said perfection. I need to go back and watch it because I just heard perfection. <laughs> and it's like, which is perfection. The- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is like the least, it's like the most ironic way you could say that word, right? <laughs> well, any way that's wrong. Any way that's wrong, yeah. Cooked to perfection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My notes for Need for Speed just has in all caps words. Well, yeah, my notes. Because that was they have their five disciplines or whatever of street racing. Yeah, like, was it style and. Build or drift or some shit. Social. (laughs) Gang. (laughs) Dang. No, gang. Dang. Dang. Dang, dang, dang. Yeah, they did that for. My note says turns out it's pretty hard to make a good racing game pitch. (laughs) <laughs> well, they do have one thing. FMV. <laughs> That's true, they do. Yeah. Actual recorded. Although, what the transition. Yeah, the thing where cool. like, they had the FMV in the same room as a model of a car, essentially. That was quite impressive. Yeah, it was actually. quite well done. Yeah, they went from the, yeah, it went from FMV just straight into the game seamlessly, not even a cut or anything. It was just the car that was in the background was the model of the car and the dude uh, yeah, how uh, how they did that. It's cool. It's cool. Very, very well done on that front, tech-wise. Yeah. Um, the game looks a bit odd. Well, I don't understand how you could possibly play with that camera. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it doesn't follow the car. It's like you slide, but then the camera is like at 90 degrees. Yeah. I think it's like someone was suggesting that might be like a special drift camera okay. to make it easier to... It was a drift challenge yeah. they were doing. So. But still, that just I was like, how could you possibly even play that? I what? couldn't understand how what was going on. I found it really difficult to see what was going on in the city because everything bloomed, everything glared, everything like... The, it, I mean, it looked kind of real in that respect you know the lights kind of bloomed up and against a camera as you would kind of expect them to yeah i suppose but i couldn't see what the hell was going on <laughs> wet pavement of the year contender uh yeah maybe hey, wet pavement looked pretty good <laughs> as much of it as you could see better than forza it did actually yeah i would say it looked better than forza's wet pavement maybe uh, yeah, uh, so my note literally says odd camera work. I put impossible camera. <laughs> That's how much I like it. Yeah. Who knows? They might be going with the right direction of it in terms of 
like setting and stuff, they might they might have got that right. Well, the idea that like they've got actual people from the street racing scene to do their FMV that yeah. could be really funny. <laughs> it could be really really <laughs> hilarious. Like, what kind of dumb story shit are they going to throw in? What here? kind of complete failure acting? Yeah. Going to be? Oh man, it could, it could be hilarious. Oh yeah, and then here's a note that I maybe should have mentioned at the start of the EA thing, but they kept doing coming up essentially on their yeah. little bot bar, and it was always like Star Wars. Wait, here comes Star Wars. Don't leave. Here comes Star Wars. Star Wars is forty-five Star Wars minutes, minutes away. Minutes away. Yeah. forty-five minutes away. And Ten actually, minutes away. And actually, there were a couple of spots. I'm not going to do it now. I'll tell you what they were. There was a couple of spots where those popped up, and they mentioned games that we're supposed to be surprised. Yeah, it's supposed like, to be big reveals. Yeah, and it's like, coming up, this, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? Oh, god damn it, Ian. You thought that was a good idea? Yeah. Apart from the bit where they had to keep telling people to not leave because Star Wars was coming. Yeah. <laughs> EA don't know how to do a fucking show. This was... Oh. The thing about it was like... it. This conference seemed to go on for a really long time for thing, for reasons that we still haven't got to. Yeah. But... I wasn't convinced that those times were even accurate. When it was like, Star Wars in 15 minutes, I was like, it seems like it's been longer than 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, the sound came up quite late, but yeah. <laughs> uh, they did, well, you we missed they did, did give a release date of November this year for Need for Speed, oh, which yeah. I think everyone expected. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, God damn it, EA. This show was so frustrating in many ways. So next... There's an expansion to the Old Republic, I guess. Which they had to talk about for a while before showing any content. Yeah. Yeah. Even though this is like, this should have been an Elder Scrolls Online style of thing. They should have just been like, fuck this shit, move on. <laughs> when they're doing something about like two brothers and stuff, like like one getting screwed up or something, there's some like story. And the evil one is the white one. Oh, oh no. So you did see that one, Karen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, white, uh, white as white in his robes. Yeah, not, not just not just the fact white. that he was yeah white. That would raised. be <laughs> that, that would be quite strange. Uh, and then actually, the one thing that I came away from this thinking, like somewhat, uh, okay, this is your one interesting thing. <laughs> yeah, this is the one thing that is not at all EA in any kind of way. But yeah, somehow and and. and, and brought a smile to my face because oh, of it God. admittedly this guy the, on the stage the build up to, oh man he was I feel really sorry for that guy I know it was like what he did they like, not tell him what he was about to do he looked like the most nervous person <laughs> he I'd looked like ever he was seen. about to fall over yeah it, I mean right, he was talking about like effectively this game they've come up with where the main well, character that he came up with whilst on holiday where the main character is effectively a little yarn puppet um and the idea is that he's sort of slowly unraveling. It's a hence, platform. Hence the name of the game, Unravel. Um, but when he came out to sort of describe his idea to people and stuff like that, he was just a a, a ball of nerves. Yep. Just like when he, when he was when it zoomed in to see, show him holding Yanni, like he was saying like it. His hands are all over the place. I feel he's obviously like it, like he was obviously not ready for the job. I think. And in fairness. Other pr- big publishers have done this to people before. When No Man's Sky was first shown, for instance, the guy that got up to do the dev pitch, yeah. he, he was obviously not yeah. comfortable with the situation. He's comfortable with it now. <laughs> we'll get to that later. But um, but the first time he did it, he just wasn't on it. It's, it's, it's a bit of a trend, isn't it, Like for now, for like getting the actual devs to talk about their indie projects on stage. Yeah, I guess. Which... 
which is why this always, was the only one at EA. <laughs> yeah, isn't always the best idea, uh, as it turns out. Um, so yeah, I feel really sorry for that guy, but his game looks pretty cool. Uh, it's got yeah, neat, neat sort of cutesy thing. Uh, want to see how that turns out. Um, and then, of course, inevitably, considering the style of this game. Deploy the horribly abrupt transition. <laughs> yeah, from that lovely, lovely, serene, uh, semi-cute, Willy World-esque style game to Danger Zone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> back to Plant vs. Zombies. Going back to the Danger Zone with like PopCap. Like my notes say, PopCap are still dumb. Yeah. Here comes someone dressed up as the Super Zombie or whatever he is. Yep. Which is one of the new classes. It's like they couldn't have. It's like it's virtually impossible to avoid that kind of transition where you compare that game, the Unravel game, to anything else that EA makes. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like it's a complete total shift in any case. Yeah. They should have stuck someone having a bit of a talking, not that they needed more talking, but that would actually, have been an appropriate time to do something. Actually, you know what? If this was the first time Garden Warfare 2 had been spoken about and they had hard transitioned to the zombie coming out, EA probably would have been doing something slightly better than they have done for the rest of the show. Uh, you know? Because they wouldn't have, like, preambled into it. Or maybe, something. but it still would have seemed, seemed like a really weird transition. I'd have been okay with it. <laughs> it didn't strike me as that odd. I was just glad that there wasn't so much talking. I, yeah, I guess. Um, but then... But then they did talk about that. Yeah, and then they did yeah. talk. Uh, yeah, uh, identifying some of the stuff we said earlier that there's... Six new character classes, um, but they did come out, and then it seems like they flipped the focus around this time. So, like, instead of it being plants focused, like for the single player, like all the horde mode stuff, that it's it's on the other foot now. The zombies are defending from plant invasions. Yeah, um, they swapped it around. <laughs> it's making less and less sense by the second. Yep, it's like now the zombies have a civilization because yeah. apparently they're not actually really that zombie-ish. Zomberbia. Yeah, they don't just want to eat brains. <laughs> They're basically people now. Yeah. It's on Burbia. Nice. Yep. Um, but pretty much, yeah, what I've got here is it flips the focus, but it's the same game, really. Yeah. Which is no bad thing, but it looked way too much the same. Um, I mean, I'm going to still lap it up because it's more content, right? But I didn't write it down here, and I... I guess it must have been in this one, but they where they said that it will port your unlocks from the first yep. game. The majority of it, there'll be some. Presumably, they're talking about the sponsored items won't come across. Like, yeah, uh, there probably won't be no. Um, God, was it some pat? Like, was it Mountain Dew or something? Yeah, like, probably. Like one of one of like some Mountain of the juice and or Cheetos. There won't be any Cheetos references, <laughs> presumably. Yes. Um, so that stuff I was going to port, but that means that any of the unlockable stuff that you've previously unlocked will be ported across for those characters, um, which is cool. Yeah. That's something. And they did the other thing where they, they re-emphasized the fact that all updates to the game will be free as they were before. Yeah. Um, which then immediately immediately made me think, yeah, but for how long? <laughs> like, are you going to do the do the one year of updates and then abruptly stop again? Or and then release. God Warfare Three, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, presumably because I guess that's they're just playing the playing the the business model here, right? <laughs> playing the yearly release, yeah, as they do. Well, it'll be two years by the time it comes out, which will be spring next year. Uh, yeah, and they did say like if you do want to play the single the 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 sort of horde modes or the semi single player content, the the AI will now fill in the spots. You don't always have to have humans. Mm. Um, which you know didn't exist in the first game. You always needed humans. 
yeah. Hey guys, do you remember NBA Live? <laughs> yeah, what time it is? Uh, what time is it? It's time for the hoop god. The hoop god. Hashtag hoop god. Oh man, that was so funny. They got his Twitter handle wrong on Did their they? on their screen overlay. Did they? Yeah, it was great. What was it? They totally to fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy. Was it supposed to? Oh no, they, I, I don't care. Actually, they, I just like they, they got it wrong. They put the instead of the. That as in TAK. Yeah. That gold. Someone wasn't up on their street lingo and they were like, that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So who is the hoop guard? What is, he, what is he? Apparently, he's a community manager of their sports forums or something. Yeah, like right. I, I just assumed he was some, like, someone who'd become famous through Twitter or YouTube. No, or I think he or... was just a. I mean, I guess you could be famous as a community manager. Yeah, maybe, yeah. They do sometimes become quite involved in whatever game they're a part of. Yeah. It's just a also, humble hoop god. <laughs> also, up your swag. Up your swag, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to up your swag. Consider my swag up. So, this you guys aware EA... of the phrase swag? Or just in general? You not be aware of the phrase swag? <laughs> I don't know, point. Zach. It's been around for many years. Well, you see, now that you've said it, you're making me question it. So someone define it. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> well, what would you say it means? It's just a contraction of swagger, isn't it? Basically. I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's confusing for British people because swag is what's written on your freaking... Your loot. loot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your loot sack. <laughs> and to some degree, that could probably like still stand yeah, up. Right? Still like, my swag, you're sort of up in my bling or what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah, or, exactly. like, like, up in me. Uh, yeah, so they're desperately trying to recover... NBA. NBA Live after the last few mistakes and terrible, terrible releases are they put out to the point where one of their bullet points about how great NBA Live 16 will be was, oh yeah, by the way, online is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like stable and reliable online, and it's like because it totally didn't work with 14, whatever the last one was they put out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll I will give them their due. It's a pretty good looking game. Yeah, pretty good. Like, nice animations, nice... The ball physics look pretty great. The collisions and how the players interact with each other, which they made a big deal of, by the way. They were talking about all the animation stuff they've done. Yeah, they talked about... That trailer went on forever with all these little deep, like... You could do this and this and, and this. this, and like, this. Do it like this. And then they started talking about specifics of the game that I don't understand. No, like, it's like, all oh, these weird do... basketball things. Yeah, and it's like, no, okay, you've lost me now. They're just um, there's a whole bunch of jargon where they're yeah. like, fake pass the punt. Or <laughs> <laughs> whatever it was. Fake pass the punt. <laughs> yes, that was pretty ridiculous. It got fairly in depth. And weirdly, my notes... I labelled this start when they start talking about NBA. I labelled it sports, and, and just like as a separate note, sports. But then suddenly, like they cut away from that. Yeah, you thought you thought like, okay, NBA. This is the start of the sports. But then after this, they suddenly went, well, no, no sports. We're going to talk about something completely different for a minute. And then they suddenly go, Star Wars, guys, Star Wars. Remember Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, don't forget fifteen minutes until actual Star Wars. But here's some other Star Wars to tide you over. Yeah, and yeah, everyone's like, ah, <laughs> it's like when they realise what's going on. Yeah, it's just like ah, which. Led to the second CCG announcement, yeah. where it's just like, oh, by the way, CCGs are a thing. We've got the Star Wars license. Let's make a Star Wars CCG yeah. for mobile. And didn't explain anything else. They just no. said it was happening. Um, and then 
let's talk forever about minions on mobile. Oh, God damn it! Yeah, that was that went on for way too long. It went on for way too long, and it's a very unimaginative-looking mobile game. Yeah, it's like, a very mobile mobile game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to build an island. I'm going to wait for shit to build, presumably. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to dungeon keeper mobile the shit out. I'm going to send yeah. people out to get something and wait for them to come back. Yeah. Yep. Totally uninspired. And then if you thought that went on for too long, <laughs> wait until you see what happens next. Oh my god, this was the most <laughs> unexpected pile of crap. I think I've, I mean, no disrespect to Pele, <laughs> who they brought in, but he had absolutely nothing to do with the pitch. It's just like, basically, the dude on stage, who's presumably from whoever's making, whichever part of EA is making FIFA, because he's English, that's how you tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out on stage and he's like, and now I'm going to interview Pele. And then after he in- fucking interviews Pele for like 20 minutes, he's like, I just interviewed Pele. Wasn't that really cool? This has nothing to do with the rest of the conference. Fuck it. <laughs> now let's talk about FIFA. It was totally like, weird. So the only reason they get Pele on is that, like they use it because he supposedly coined the phrase the, the beautiful game. Which actually, as it turns out from that interview, it proves that he didn't coin that phrase because someone said it to him about American football. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, it's not. No, it's soccer. He didn't actually coin the phrase. Whoever he was talking to coined the phrase and he made it about soccer instead of American football. Also, it was pretty the funny. The fucking liar. It was also pretty funny how he basically just shit on American football. <laughs> really, like, super badly during that thing. Really? Like, well, it was because the guy, he was telling the story about how the guy said American football was a beautiful game and he was like, no, fuck that, it's soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he really shit on the American football a bit. That's quite funny. I know he's getting on a bit, but... He rambled. He rambled quite a lot. Yeah, the old guy rambled. And he he must be pretty old. To, yeah. It was quite difficult to hear. Yep. So yeah, that went on for fucking forever. And as as it turns out, I've got no notes about FIFA. Um, like, because I didn't care. Yeah, and exactly. Like, My one just says FIFA. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, actually, the one thing to real, really note is that this is the first time in FIFA's history that they're bringing in the female team. Yeah, but they announced that ages ago. Yeah, it's like, not it's not new, but they made a big deal of it again, as they would, and as they should. Was um, there any indication that they were sort of annoyed that the brand name <laughs> the for their fight. game is, no, is associated they, with them? I don't, I don't think they touched on that at all. No. It's, it's kind of weird considering like the Tiger Woods thing, but maybe when it's like the entire fucking governing body, you can give them a bit more leeway than just a guy. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe they have no choice. Maybe they're still contracted, doesn't they? Well, yeah, you have to imagine. I mean, I guess the contract is if you're going to make the football game which has the real teams and stuff, you, you have, have to, to include FIFA in yeah. there somewhere, right? It's a contract with FIFA, yeah. regardless of what the fuck they're doing at the moment. It's not like the PGA licenses Tiger Woods. No. It's, so it's... Although I do wonder how that actually works with the, with the golf. Because presumably they have to con- they have to make a contract with like the PGA Tour, and presumably the PGA Tour has to agree with their choice of athlete. I'm not sure they do because EA run competitions, don't they? About all their other games, well, yeah, like they- NHL and stuff. They have like, oh, who's going to be the player on the box? Well, that doesn't mean they don't have to like agree at some point. I guess, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I mean, not not that I imagine it's that much of an issue. It's not like. <laughs> It's not like the internet came along and comedy voted for Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always Tiger Woods. Yeah, exactly. Regardless of how he's doing. Isn't he sucking? Yeah, he's moment? really bad at the moment. Yeah. 
he looks real old as well. <laughs> He's suddenly aged. Yeah. It's so this was the point where I made a note about the whole conference being totally backwards in terms of its delivery. This is the point where it pissed me off to the point where it's like, okay, no, no, this, <laughs> this, this is the 15 minutes to Star Wars. This, yeah, this is bad, man. And because because they did it with Mirror's Edge, yeah, and I was like, here's like them talking about Mirror's Edge Fakes. two, which is now known as Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Um, yeah, for about ten minutes about yeah, we're, we're, imagine a world where. Shit is going down, <laughs> and it's and you have no privilege. Where shit goes down, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would watch that film. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, the basically you have no privacy, and the corporations are and the corporations are run by this one guy called Kruger or something. Was it Kruger or, or Kruger Kruger Kruger? Is anyway? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. discover the origin story of faith. So it's a prequel. God damn it! Um, it's which is weird because like. They didn't solve anything in the first game. Well, no, but the, <laughs> like the city looks looks significantly less white, which is actually kind of weird. It, like maybe it's still in transition. Yeah, it? and it's just like I mean, I guess it makes sense, but it just kind of seems weird, even though that it like even though it makes sense. Mm. <laughs> and so you've made it. They did announce some interesting stuff with this, and that it's like the the, the the biggest change is that the world is now not no longer levels. It's one big sandbox yeah. like no loading pauses between stuff apparently and it's uh, it's just a, it's a big open world now okay um, that sort of sounds cool depends Does, how isn't well isn't that good I but, mean it could be it depends how well the routes your the game makes you take are formed because that's always the thing with these like courses yeah, you have to effectively. you have to like that's a lot of work if you're going to make like interesting routes between every building and they're all sure. going to be different or whatever. Yeah. Mm, and they didn't really actually necessarily go into much about actually how the game plays. No. So they were talking more about its aesthetic and outside. I mean, it, it looks did, the same. Yeah. The jumping and sliding and rolling. I mean, they did mention that the, you know, the, the move to open world does mean they're going to be looking, looking at putting like user generated courses and stuff into there for time trialing yeah. and stuff like that. But the thing that I came away thinking about all this is not like, um, it's not like oh wow and cool the new mirror's edge. It was made, it made me think like just looking at the visuals and stuff of it and the aesthetic of it. Man, the, the aesthetic of Mirror's Edge One was so good mm. that this new one adds nothing. Like, yeah. there's what can they do? Like, there's there's. But the aesthetic wasn't what was what needed improving. Like, no, sure. But the problem is, is that, like that actually, it, like the, the, that was the one thing that disappointed me. The music they used, not nearly as cool as the music they used to use for all the Mirror's Edge One stuff. Right, not nearly as cool. It was somewhat boring, shame. boring sounding stuff. Like no emotion, no power. Was, yeah, no power. Not, not, not as cool. And I didn't hear that. Like no guns for, that you use, and apparently, yeah. like if you move fast and quick, you know enough through the world, you you become basically vulnerable to bullets. Yeah, so no, that's kind of cool. So that uh, in theory takes away the randomness of trying to play the first game in hard mode, which is which is proper annoying. I never even like doing the melee combat that much. It's like let me get on. No, if, if you can avoid it, it's it's better that way. That was always the goal because it slows you down anyway. Yep. Do you remember there was one bit where you were in a car park? Yep. Oh, Christ. That bit sucked to try and do when you only were trying to get the achievement for getting through without doing any gun combat. Oh, the achievement for, like, no deaths or no, no not killing Fast. anyone. 
pacifist or whatever. Pacifist, yeah. That fucking car park was a goddamn pain in the ass because it's just like dudes with machine guns spawn down the other end of the car park and there's fucking nowhere to hide or anything. It's a giant pain in the ass. It's not like car parks are exactly ideal for parkour or whatever. Like maybe the top or the roof of it or something. I don't know. Oh, no, sorry. I remember it now. Yes. I'm having flashbacks. Yes, that bit sucked. Um... I didn't also remember like the bit where you first come out of the sewers being pretty goddamn difficult. Yeah, because there's people basically the everywhere. Sewers, yeah. Um, and the, the 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 whole bulldog level, like that warehouse. Wow. Because everyone can see you from pretty much everywhere, and like it's difficult to actually knock out the guy so you can progress. Um. Yeah, there were some sections of that game that were quite flawed. Um, Anything with else. Yeah. I mean, the fucking shopping centre wasn't great. <laughs> no, I remember oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, hopefully they'll learn those lessons. It seems like yeah. they've learned a couple of them. Even if there isn't quite as conceptual and cool, like, it might yeah. be a more I solid mean, game. Yeah, there was very much something about that first game, like, especially that first demo they put out for Mirror's Edge, where it just it hit all of the right notes. That was a fantastic freaking demo. The first level. It was basically the prologue to the game, but man, what an impression that makes. <laughs> it was like one good level. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Also, the, the the bad guy, like the leader of Kruger or whatever, Mr. Kruger. Mr. Kruger. He looked kind of like the EA guy. <laughs> like the guy <laughs> presenting the EA conference. He did a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Slim, slimy McKruger. Yep. Looked kind of like him. McKruger. And then that that Mirror's Edge came as another random break in the sports section for some reason. Yeah. Because then we went back to Madden. Yeah. Where they made a big deal of their new fantasy football mode, which... which <laughs> they first, made a big deal of their draft. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you picked this guy, did you? Yeah, but you, they you, make you, a big deal of the draft, don't they, in America? Yeah. So, so that makes so sense. So they basically emulated that with, with some commentator guy or someone who does it for realsies, you know. Yes. Um, and... You know, in fairness, I suppose if you knew know your shit about NFL, perhaps that appeals. You know, perhaps the fact that they did that is like, oh, okay, these guys are serious about this. But then, and I was a bit worried that actually, is this just a, a, a literally a fantasy football mode <laughs> yeah. that they're adding into their game for no reason? But no, it's it's fantasy leagues, effectively, very short mini seasons that you play online against other players with your draft. Um, so it is actually something new, um, it's sort of like Ultimate Team, really. Yeah. Basically, sort of, yeah. Except a bit, bit, bit more random and a bit more changeable, I guess. Uh, yeah, my note says not a bad idea, just not amazing. But then, what else can you really do with sports games? I guess. In a way? Well, my note about Madden says, "What is with the hit noise?" Like every time they were tackling or whatever, it had like a really excessively ridiculous, like crunchy noise. And I was like, "That is." Weird. What, like the plastic on plastic of the guards? Or yeah, the... except like to- it was like it had been amplified, so it was like it really stood out. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that was intentional. They were probably trying to be like, oh, big hits. Or it's just the new two NHL 2K2. <laughs> no, I don't think it's quite as hilarious as the boom. <laughs> 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 that noise was always great. That's all going to go away now, apparently. That's what the news says about American football. What, no hits? Well, they're saying that they... The they hits are like one of the cornerstones of the game. They said they're basically getting fed up with head impacts. Sure. So they 
going to do a lot like they they get trying to get rid of the free point stance where like you have one hand on the floor crouched over that classic stance. Oh right, to try they and... want to get rid of that so you can't launch yourself headfirst at each other. Right, okay. And then maybe one day they'll get rid of helmets. No, <laughs> that can't happen. It was a really dumb quote because it's like this guy was like, I think that there are now that the helmets are so. Helmety, it's given everyone a false sense of security so they can use their head as a weapon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and it's like, that sort of makes sense, but it's still dumb. I mean, there are moments where you're watching rugby and it's like, sometimes shouldn't these guys be wearing something? Because then maybe they'd hurt each other more with the helmets because of the style of game rugby is. Yeah. They're, they're having to do this though, right? Because, like, basically, mums aren't letting their kids cause themselves about brain damage. And, and right. boxing injuries. Yeah. Somewhat understandable. So yeah, no more hit noise. <laughs> Get rid of that. That would be a, that'd be a mandate. It'd be like, yeah, turn down that, that, turn down that hit noise. We don't want to to promote tackling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then finally, hey guys, you know what's coming? Souls in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> It can't help but, like, also, not only is this, like, really obnoxious and, like, spoiling things and, like, also kind of insulting to all the other games that are being yep. shown, but also <laughs> it's going to produce an inevitable anti-climax, pretty much. Like, you can't, like, how are you supposed to... It's just stupid. They did a better job with Battlefront than they did with most of the rest of the show. Well, yeah. They sort of didn't need to talk a great deal about it. <laughs> no. And then just basically said, well, here's some gameplay. Yes. And to which, sorry, wait, what? Gameplay? We haven't actually seen this publicly before. It's no, not surprising, though. Yeah, they kind of had to. Because it looks like point. a Battlefield. Yeah. It looks great. It looks I'm sorry. pretty good. I, I mean, yeah, it's not accurate right well yeah that's not how that game is actually it's going bonkers. to exist Star in a Wars, real server <laughs> yeah i mean it's bonkers they've gone for the idea of like there being human players and like titanfall style minions about um by the looks of it mm-hmm. it didn't look like every player was human yeah really? probably um, maybe because it just seemed like there was a lot more people than you would normally find in a game like that well it depends if it's like unless a 60, it's... 64 players on a 32 player map <laughs> well, maybe yeah unless it's funneled i don't know um but yeah, man, that's <laughs> that a great looking game. Like just things about how the blasters look and the sparks and oh yeah, how graphically, yeah. Like the, thought, the cheese I mean, fact, the, the Star Wars cheese factor has been retained perfectly. <laughs> you know, it's oh, it's, it's great. I don't think they had quite enough death physics. No, they have people where they die like dramatically throw themselves which is how you do it in Star Wars. There was a Wilhelm True. scream as well. There was a Wilhelm scream which was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why would somewhere. you use that sound effect? Ah, yeah. Ever. Because it's hilarious. It is hilarious. Did it exist in the original in the Star Wars? Ad- yes, it was in the first Star Wars. That, it, that, that One of the reasons it's popular now is because of, of Star Wars and Indiana Jones I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah, look really looked super cool. Like gameplay wise, I don't know. Like like the um that map, uh, you can't tell, can you? I mean, maybe that was specially for the thing, but it kind of looks small. But then it, to the point where if you were flying a a ship, 
Like like the battlefield maps, you have to turn around quite quickly when you're firing a jet. But at least you have mm. some space on the bigger maps to like fly yeah. it along for a little bit before you have to turn. It looked on that map like you had to turn around immediately, but they didn't. Well, I don't know. But then they showed some stuff <laughs> about the flight combat, and it looked like there's actually quite a large area of the map area where people can't it. go, which is just designed for allowing for the, the flight. Although That's they didn't it make it like. entirely obvious what the flight combat would be for yeah, you know, what's the purpose because Battlefield has that problem right unless you're if you're in a jet your only real useful purpose is to take out the the choppers uh, because mm. the jets are kind of rubbish at taking out ground targets yeah or at least it's incredibly difficult to do that um, yeah if you're if you're good you can do it um but well actually in like Battlefield 3 and 4 the point of the jets was to take out the A-10 <laughs> I guess. You yeah. have to be the counter to the tank killers. But it's not always on... The A-10's not always in the game. No, not always. No. Yeah. But in this, it's like, if you're in a TIE fighter, it looks like you can shoot people up, right? I guess. I, I, I guess, I but it didn't, it didn't it really show that. They just had a... They were just having a having a battle against each other, and then an interceptor turned up at one point. Or... Yeah, like, the actual vehicles involved was a bit strange, wasn't it? Because was it, like, snow speeders versus TIE fighters at one point? I can't at remember. one point, yeah. That's a bit strange. Like, that definitely would, doesn't happen. But, I mean, it could, I guess. It's fine. I mean, it's cool, I guess. Like, driving the AT-AT looked kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, no. looked, I thought that AT-AT looked weirdly small. Like, when yeah. it fell over, I was it's like, a bit those smaller. guys look a bit big <laughs> compared to that thing. Yeah. I think There's maybe, like, three people in that cockpit head bath, isn't there? Yeah. With room as well. Yeah, with quite a lot of room. Around. Yeah, because you can Control panels and shit. <laughs> yeah, I think it scaled down slightly, but um, I don't know. It looked pretty impressive when it fell over and stuff. I don't know. How's it going <laughs> to translate to... Well, it's like, what What were they all expecting to do after it fell over and they all walked up to it? <laughs> like, what's the next phase of that? Cause, yeah, because normally they fall over up. and then someone shoots them and they blow up. Yeah, well, it's like when you were playing that battle pod, right? Like, you, they tripped them up and then they had you shoot them in the head or something, didn't they? And they just explode, or something else happened to cause them to explode as you flew through its debris. I mean, yeah. you'd think, logically, in the Battlefield game... Presumably the eighty eighty actually has a spawn point in it. Like, it's a troop carrier, isn't it? Yeah, you'd think so. <laughs> That's you? the whole point of the goddamn thing. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe they, maybe they found that wasn't a worthwhile mechanic. But then again... Like, but then why does it exist at all? It's yeah. so goddamn slow. It, has, it, it can it call to. an orbital strike, which is like, it already has lasers on it. Why does it... Yeah. <laughs> why and does the orbital it strike an doesn't strike? make any sense because the whole point of the story is, like, the only reason it's there is because the orbital strike can't get through the shields. Yeah. And also, also, like, in the background, like, in the skybox of that level, there's a Star Destroyer. And it's like, so which other Star Destroyer is still in space that's firing this orbital strike? Because there's one right there! To be fair, there is, there is, like, a whole fleet, right, of, in true. the story. So, but none like, of them went into the atmosphere. No, definitely not. Well, they can't, can they? I don't think they can operate in the atmosphere. I think Star Destroyers can. The can small they? ones. Oh. Oh, okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, oh, and awesome. then, like, um, Jedi, uh, Return of the Jedi era, Luke Skywalker appears at Hoth and. Yeah, yeah that like, was weird. Mysteriously <laughs> does. Dressed in completely the wrong clothes. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? And there's a fight with Vader, of course. Because why wouldn't you? Because Vader was there as well. Yeah. Only he wasn't. He's, well, Vader was there on Hoth. Well, eventually. Eventually. Yes. After they'd already well, won that's the, the thing. battle. I think the Jedi are like. Super weapons, well, yeah. they're, they're like a special spawn. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm on board. I think it looks great. 
I think it looks fun. I th- I think it could be. It needs like Battlefield needs a little bit of a, a of a refresh in turn. Like yeah, I, got really, I got really bored of the last of four, yeah. really, and because four wasn't as good as three. You know, it had bad levels. That yeah. was it. Yeah. So if the levels are good, that is the key thing. Like that level doesn't necessarily look that good to play. I don't know. It looked look great for a demonstration, but maybe it was just for that awesome demo where everything fit together in a sequence. Do you think that? Is it worth talking about the others? I mean, this, we could skip ahead and talk about the other showings of Battlefront. I mean, how many? Really, that much? I mean, they showed a different level. level. They showed are one they, on are a they sort of adding multiple level levels planet. per planet, right? Are they? No. Presumably, yeah. Because no, well, there's only like a few planets, right? So, so you'd hope they they'd have. Yeah. Mm, okay. I think it was, it, it was a cool demo, that's for sure. Depends if there's just this one mode or if there are other modes thrown in. Well, I mean, there is. That. if we are going to talk about the other showing, there is the other mode, which is a co-op wave-based survival thing. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> but that's not multiplayer. No. I mean, it's co-op, which is technically multiplayer. It's a horde mode. Yes, and we still don't know how edge. the freaking... Um, it's horde mode. <laughs> how the speeder bikes are going to actually... No, they still haven't showed that. No. Because that must be, like, imagine if you're a game designer. How are you supposed to solve that problem? Is Yeah. Like, how are you going to make that cool? Make them slow. <laughs> no, but then they'd be shit. <laughs> yeah, they're not speeder bikes. They're trundle bikes. Trundle bikes. And that was it. That was the EA show, that which was. immediately raises one question. What the fuck are I hearing do? Exactly. Because <laughs> they didn't even show what they showed last year. Yeah. No sign from Criterion at E3 at all. Breaking well, all our predictions. <laughs> they'll be back one day. My ears open. Maybe. It's all died. Or Hold on a minute. One one thing. Not Is it EA? No. Who would it be? Hmm. I, I was just thinking there was some news that I think we didn't talk about last time, but we were actually speculating on it about a day before the news came out, I think, which was we were talking about XCOM 2 and what they would do. And like way right. before E3, um, they announced it. Yeah, we talked about we, that. We, last yeah, week. we covered that on our. No, we I were mean, just we, speculating on it. No, we were, we talk, we, we, you you yeah. weren't there, Dan. <laughs> yeah, Zach and I talked about it on our cast, our extra our cast. Our pre-cast. Cast. Yeah. Oh, so I didn't get to talk about it. Okay, cool. Okay, never Sorry. mind. But yes, it happened. Yeah, that's cool. That never mind. Is, <laughs> Who is Veraxis' is publisher? It uh, was 2K. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 2K usually. Right, okay, fine. I mean, I, they could probably self-publish at this point if they wanted. Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway, that's EA. We should take a break so that... Uh, uh, so we can go return. get food. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and return with further um, Sony-edge oh, and Nintendo-edge. We're only three conferences in, and we've got, we've got Sony, Nintendo, Squeenix, and oh. Ubisoft. AMD, Ubisoft, and the PC event still to do. I told you, six hours. <laughs> it's a long one. Right, well, I'm definitely going to go to bed before that, so... (laughs) Cool, okay. I I think us us skipping ahead and talking about stuff as we first encounter it seems to be working to our advantage, I think, for some of that. Cool. Okay. Uh, A pause will be inserted here, and maybe there'll be some pause music? I don't know. (laughs) No, (laughs) we'll just be a separate podcast, as usual. Yeah, I think I'm going to split the cast at this point. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for joining us, listeners. Simply uh, press play on the next one to carry on with more thoughts. On E3 2015. Bye. <laughs>
but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I stuff, whatever, and like, like, whatever, and stuff. I don't know. It's fine. I mean, it's cool, I guess. Like, was it? No, 